You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm one qualified opinion and unwavering bias here on a Monday. It is a Monday, Tom. It is a Monday. There's Congratulations, well done. Uh, studio leak, not fixed, but sort of fixed. We're back here after the chaos of last week. We are. Last day, last week was was chaotic. Yep. It was annoying. Perfectly timed. Well, at least we were here. That's actually a great point. Were we not here, the damage... You've got to look for a silver lining. Fucking hell. Water was pouring in here, punters and drippers. Like, I would argue this. You, you would have been better served just taking out part of the roof. I think it would have been drier than the fucking water was pouring in here. As in, if you were just to remove the roof and then just, like, capture all the water coming through? Just take the roof off. Yeah. I think it would have been drier. Yeah. Don't know how that works. Well, maybe because of the way the leak worked, it sort of spread it out further. Like, the leak's, like, just in this point, but then it hits a beam and it's coming in at such a rate of knots it pushes it all the way out. Then it was bouncing off fucking pipes and shit. It was was a nightmare. But, you know, I also think it's fair to say that you and I got a little bit of a glimpse of what it would be like to be on, like, the Titanic as it's sinking. Or a boat that sprung a leak and shit's getting serious. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, except our lives went on the line. That's probably the only difference. But sure, but you're still, you know what, if you can, if you allowed yourself to go there, then you probably could have felt some of the terror. I, I remember distinctly seeing terror on Toddler's face. Toddler had terror because he was, he was, he might have drowned. He was probably the only one that really He looked terrified could to have me. Drowned. He was covered in, he was head to toe dipped in terror. Yeah. Um, which was confronting because, you know, you just, you're seeing this young kid... Full of terror. Well, not expecting to drown. Not expecting to drown at, at work. a job. Like if he was, if he worked on boats, yeah, it'd be like okay. Like obviously, you hope it never happens, but you can see how it does. But I certainly wouldn't be expecting that of my podcast job. No, and I think that you know, I'm, I think it's safe to assume that that's why it doesn't work in boats. Well, he's not up to it. He's not up to it. Kids scared of water, yeah. right? Certainly doesn't. I mean, look, he got some new. He got boat shoes though on the weekend, which was I thought a little over the top. To try and like in case it would sort of yeah he literally came in, in on the weekend in boat shoes shout out to boat shoes shout out to boat shoes no one wears them anymore boat shoes have disappeared dude where the where fuck are boat, boat shoes, shoes gone? gone bro everyone used to wear boat shoes everyone did used to wear boat shoes they were the they were the RM of summer or they were like the the what are the things we hate ah uh, Birkenstocks Birkenstocks they were a bit Birkenstocksy. But I not think they're, they're as, a bit more they're a bit no, more private school fuckboy than Well, I think they were the, they were the they were the summer RM. Mm. You know, you can still they still look delicious in a collar. Yeah, <laughs> pastels. Pastels like, you know, like um pastel yellows. Yeah, but they also would be paired with the least cool-looking shorts ever. Like ones that you think like golfers with No, 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 ones that you need a belt for. Yes. Do you I'm wear sorry, a belt with shorts, you're a fucking... In summer, you need to be shot. Dude. Well, just with shorts generally. No, just shorts generally. Yeah. If you wear a belt with your shorts, then you are... And you're most... not golfing? Even then, dude, get a grip. And I, if... But I, I'll go, okay, you get, a, you get a barely get a pass mark. It better be like some sportsy canvas belt. Other than that, outside of that, if you dare loop a belt into a short... Shorts. There's, there's two types of people I think that do that. Either ones who are the most sexually repressed where it's like missionary or nothing and they struggle to come, shout out pilot, or they present very straighty 180, you know, 
under the thumb of like your old your old man was probably quite strict, but then you have like the most legal but bizarre sexual kinks. I think it all boils down to sexual like proclivities. You think the it's short sexual? belt? Yeah. yeah, I think they're also inclined to lose grip, lose their grip on things on a big day on like the fucking Red Bulls. They can't keep the Not Red Bulls together. on um, Red Bears. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You see this dickhead with his fucking shirt hanging out and his boat shoes and his, sh- and his shorts with a belt loop through he's probably it. ripped in the ass because he's just like... And his mouth is red. Yeah. All, yeah. All, all around. Red Bears being like your Alco Pops. You know what Red Bears are? Well, I, know, I would assume they do, but I'm also just, you know... Covering your bases. Don't. Yeah. But yeah, they're big days no matter which way you look at it. Is it fair then to assume, Tom, that the Birkenstock has stolen the boat shoes uh, spot? Yeah, potentially. Place? Potentially. Because where are they? Yeah. They were on every second individual. Mm, They were. Now they're gone. Hold on a second as well. We are still going. Tom's gone to get, I assume he's gone to get something very important. Correct. I am correct. This Thursday, 6 p.m., punters and dribblers, the greatest rosé of all time. Proudly brought to you by Big Day Rosé. We'll be dropping. This shit is sensational. Do you know what some dumb fuck said in one of the comments? The only person to actually do it. Too pink. All right. Too pink. Yeah. How to show that you don't know rosé. Too this pink. This is the, the, uh, the, the most important, one of the most too important pink. things for us after taste. Listen here, Dick. Listen here, Dick. That it wasn't too pink. Listen here. Listen here. Listen. Dumb fuck. Listen here. If we released a dark rosé, no one would buy it except you, bro. Yeah. And one sale... No, he thinks this is too pink. No, but I'm saying if we made it dark for that dickhead, we'd get one sale, right? Oh, he thinks this is too... He thinks too it's too pink. You haven't seen it. No, you but haven't also, seen it a lot. No, but he hasn't seen enough winners, dude. No, no, like, no, he doesn't no, get... Ro- well, Summers. So he doesn't get I thought you were saying it's not red enough No, he was trying to say that it's not light enough. I'm like, this is the most gorgeously light fucking no, rosé... Trust me, but ever seen. I don't need it. It's not about trust. He's a fucking idiot. It was just more that I saw it and I was like, But I'm saying to him, look at this thing, dude. It's beautiful. And listen, of course we're gonna say it's good. Like, of course we are. But it it genuinely is good. good. But it is good. Objectively, it's fucking delicious. You know what? Fuck these glasses off. Get out of here. It's delicious and nutritious. Nutritious. Probably not so nutritious, but. And you know what? That doesn't even work. Now it's fucking blocked by the railing. I'm just going to hold it. Brought to you by Big Day Rosé. On sale, punters and dribblers. Available in six packs. Doesn't make sense to do them uh, individual online. Um, available in via the six pack. Uh, and this will be Thursday night at 6pm. Very, very limited. We're not trying to just yet take over the rosé game. This is like, a, oh, we're scaring the rosé game. Yeah, know, this yeah. is, we're just frightening the rosé game. We're just popping game. out and going, boo, and then they're all going to wig yeah. out. And then we go, okay. Okay. Now you know that we're around. Yep. So very limited release, very limited release, but available 6 p.m. Thursday. How would you describe the taste? I was thinking about this as well, because I was thinking about how, like, Kempi, obviously, when he talks about his beer, he does very well at, you know, the clean, crisp lager. 
the rosé, I would say, I mean, not to steal off him, but it's clean. It's crisp with a little bit of fruitiness, but a it's A little dry. bit. It's, it's not dry. too fruity. The last thing you want with the rosé is for it to be too fruity it's, and sickly sweet. You're like, that's not what I'm it's here It's considerably for. drier than it is sweet. I think that it dances between sweet and dry perfectly. and But on a scale, it's closer to dry, dry than sweet. Dry than sweet, fair. I also I was thinking about this last night. And this is not an ad, by the way. But I was like, I love rosé and have done my entire life since I was born. Mm. But there is often, like, there's maybe a couple that you see and you know where you're like, oh, yeah, I like that. I'll get it again. La Ville Firm comes to mind, punters and dribblers. Uh, um, but most of the time, I'm like, can I trust the rosé that I have to buy here on a whim, on a fucking big day, going to a lunch? Like, can I trust what I'm getting here? The answer is no. And the anxiety that comes with, have I ruined my day with a shit rosé? The anxiety, Eddie? I'm not an anxious guy. Or girl. The anxiety that comes with that can sometimes be overwhelming. Well, it can ruin your day. It can almost inspire you to just pack it up and go home. Fuck it. I've seen it done. Yeah. I've seen it done. But with... Purchase anxiety is a real and uh, widespread issue, I think, throughout society. What you can fucking bet your bottom dollar on, the last dollar you got. Bet your dicks, bet your vagus. Bet your life on Big Day Rosé. Bet your life on it. This thing won't let you down. Not only will it get you where you need to go from a big day perspective, mm. but it tastes fucking delicious. It tastes good. You'll be able to bank on knowing it's going to taste good. And I think you're probably all sitting there going, these two dickheads, like, sure, of course they're talking it up. They have to. I understand that, but I'm walking the walk here, bruh. Like, I'm talking the talk. Yeah. I have to talk the talk. Listen, the reality is you try it and if you like... But I am walking the walk. And everyone that we've given it to has been like, has said the same thing. This, thing this is fucks. the greatest rosé of all time. This rosé fucks. This is how confident we are, punters and dribblers. We're putting it into shows. Yeah, this thing's actually being entered into awards. And early early indications, gold, gold, yeah, yeah. gold. Gold for the nation. Gold. So, big day rosé, Thursday, but we'll, oh, we'll obviously let you decide. Fucking make your own decisions, but if you don't like it, you don't get rosé. And that's just a fact. Well, that's a you issue, not a... But honestly, I can't see you. I can't see you fucking having this no, cold and, 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 and going, it's no good. Yeah, exactly. Not into it. Big day, Rosé. Big day, on Thursday. Um, website details. We'll, we'll put a link in the bio. Yeah, but I mean, I'm pretty sure the website still under construction, as is the way that we like to operate. No, but I'm, minute, all I'm saying minute, is I don't, have a URL, I don't have a URL off the top of the dome. You'll be able to find it via hellosport.shop. Yeah. So if you go there, you'll be able to find it via there. Don't you worry. We will make it abundantly clear how to yeah. get this shit. Correct. Um, Correct. But yeah, very horny for that. Very, very horny for the release of Big Day. Very limited. Now, I... Um, last week, Eddie, there was some footage that was released on our Instagram of... You fucking on a ski erg with some of the tightest buns in human history. Do you remember that? I do, yeah. Tightest buns. Mm-hmm. Shout out, I believe, to Scotty Rumble, friend of the show, for capturing the buns in all of their glory. Yeah. And they were tight. And they were they were good and they were tight. But what it did was, was it made me feel like I wasn't doing enough. Because post-marathon, we did run one. 
I did one run after the marathon and then I just haven't done shit and I've eaten particularly badly. Et al, et al, et al. I see the tightness of your buns. Mm. You think I want some? I need some of that. I yep. need a slice of that. Yep. I need to fucking hoik off a chunk of that. Yep. Or I need some for myself. Yep. So on Saturday, as I sat there with the races on, I was standing in the courtyard, like, like the, what's it called, a veranda or whatever, looking At in. At the front? No, in the back. That's a courtyard. Courtyard. Uh, doing skipping ropes and push-ups. Nice. Skipping rope, no joke. Firstly, it challenges you from a coordination perspective. I like to think of myself as being coordinated. It keeps you on your toes. It keeps you on your toes, dude. Keeps you on your toes. Mentally and physically. So I was doing that. And then in between, I don't know what the name for these push-ups are specifically, but they're basically like a downward dog yoga style push-up. It's like your ass is, you're basically, you're almost just like a fucking tent, a teepee. And you're doing. Never heard of them. Josh used to get me to do them, Bronte Blueies. Mm. And someone else had mentioned it to me or showed me a video, I can't remember. But I was laughing with my wife, Stephanie, also a friend of the show, about how when you exercise and then like afterwards, so like right now my tries are fucking killing me. And your buys? Buys not so much from the push-ups, but tries are fucking sore. They know they're alive. Mm. Whenever you've got whatever you've done after you do the gym, especially when you're like a sloppier individual, you walk around for the next couple of days being like, fuck, dude, I think my tries are like ripped as shit right now. Like, I feel so fucking ripped mm. from doing probably less than 100 push ups. Yep. Do you know the feeling I'm talking about? Yeah, dude, 100%. I had that feeling the other day. Like, the first time I went to the gym in like a year, the next couple of days, I walked around in immense pain. So it was hard for me to be like, I'm jacked here. Because I couldn't even lift my arms. Well, if you do the bicep curls, you're, the inside of your yeah, elbows you gets completely I mean? fucked there. But the other day, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell a lie. I was walking around feeling like, you know, this kid was pretty big. Like Kid's it, big. Kid's big, dude. Kid's, <laughs> you know kids I mean? swole, kids but also swole, like nicely bro. ripped. No, nah, kids swole. Like kids fucking in good nick. And were you feeling it like in your back and shit? I imagine that ski oak's getting the whole back. Like yeah, dude. You just every time you move, you're like, dude, we, am I in a fucking bodybuilding comp? Because we, <laughs> we, went, we went in there. Lucky Clancy, friend of the show. Friend of the show. He's like, right, I was doing the Ned. I go, what's the Ned? He goes, 100 of everything. I'm like, oh. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Yeah. That's what a dude with pecs does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm having a look at him yeah. going, okay. That's an approach from a guy with veins in calves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a guy who's in fucking good old Nick yeah, around in, a 305 Mara. Yeah, yeah. You know good what I mean? Nick. Usher muscles down And then the like two days later, he was on the bike and shit. Like, yeah, kid yeah, won't yeah, cut yeah, him yeah, down. Yeah. He's like, well, fuck, if Ned can do it, like. It's a great point. I'm like, it's a great point. Well, you can't argue that. And no one's there going, oop. It's not heavy enough. It's like you do what you can do, a perish of blue, and, and invariably sometimes that's just you and the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. But you're still out there, baby. You're still out there you're doing it for there. Ned. You're still out there doing it for Ned. Shout out to him. Uh, so I understand 100% the feeling of... Walking around the next couple of days like I'm big. Feeling like you're, you're, at, you're that motherfucker. Yeah. You know? Like... Damn, dude. Do you, do, you, dude. do you get them going? Check the tries out. Like, just holding the steering wheel and just being like, oh, dude, these things feel like they're fucking on today. Look at that. Like, you know, giving oh, a bit of a I, feel and going, oh, yeah, that's yeah. hard. I said to Ella, friend of the show, the other day, <laughs> I go, 
Hey. Uh, uh, check that out. Uh, hey. And she goes, fuck off, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> or when you do core and you start going like, shit, dude. Dude, I must, you, you get oh, your shirt yeah. off in the mirror after a shower and you're going, oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. All yeah. right. Don't you reckon it's funny how Kid's like- Kid's big. <laughs> Kid's been lifting. Kid's big. Kid's been doing some weird downward dog push-ups. While he skips in yeah. the backyard. Yeah. Where'd my gut go, dude? Jesus. <laughs> don't you think it's funny, though, sometimes you do walk past a mirror and think, like... Because, like, I'm objectively not in good shape. So it's not like... <laughs> but, I, dude, but it's like you see what you want to see. But usually I'm saying, like, the reality of the situation. But then everyone, every fucking... That's I don't know if saying. it's a mental thing, like, where I'm just in a better mood and I walk past and go... Ah, not looking too bad. The reality <laughs> is, though... <laughs> changed <laughs> in fact it's, it might be worse it might be worse you, well based on your weight numbers <laughs> you are 100 percent. 100 percent. i um i'm always blown away by how much better you feel after working out you never regret like it. the other day like obviously tight buns and that yeah you yeah, get yeah. The drill. buns are steel did the ned then i'm in the fucking in the uh ice bath three men's then I'm into the steamy, uh, into the sawn, back into the ice, three mins, spa to finish. See you later, alligator. But I'm feeling top of the world yeah. for the rest of the day, right? You, like you, you feel fucking unbelievable. Mm. And yet the next time you go to go, all you're doing is just talking yourself out of it. Yep. Oof, is that the time? Gee, I don't know if I've got enough Fuck, time. Fuck, am I going to have time to get there and then do it? And then by the time I do that and then do this, you know what? Fuck it, I won't Fuck do it. Fuck it. I might no, do something later. No, I got too much on, mate. Too busy. Too yeah. much on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. It's weird. Because you, there's, you, you know, unless you injure yourself, you never regret it. Never. You never regret it. You've and never, sometimes the harder it is, the better you feel. I've never left being like, that was a, mis that was a mistake. That was a mistake, no. Unless you've injured, injured yourself. Injured yourself. Yep. You know what I mean? Like sometimes when you're really completely shagged and it's like you feel like you might die for a minute, then once you get out of that, you're like, wow, that was like the best. But thing you ever. feel so much better. It's I, fucked how much better you feel. Do we? I want to personally mm. get back into a Bronte Blueys routine. Not an ad, but it does. Well, help we said we were going. We said to. we were going to, and we yeah. haven't. And Josh keeps messaging us, going like, "What the fuck." Well, he messaged you the other day. Well, he messaged Being me like, after hearing fuck? about hearing my um my famous weight gain um, but. I think, generally speaking, it we need to see him. Yeah, we do. We just need to find some time. Pick a day. Mornings? I hate mornings, but I feel like mornings, it's done then. We're like carpe diem and that. Yes. You get up. But also, there's something about like getting up really early when you don't want to. It's like the discipline. Or how thing. early? I mean, before work early. I'm back hard on my cold shower life as well, which I haven't really left, but now it's pure cold. Nice. Because it's like discipline. Don't be a pussy. Yeah. If you, as soon as you start to skimp on shit, yeah. again, I'm one, two days into it, so yeah. it could end very quickly. But, but I, I'm hearing you. you got to be disciplined. And I'm not disciplined. No. I need to put in f systems and processes yeah. to ensure discipline so these fucking tries can keep ripping. You know what I mean? <sighs> I literally feel like those our friends at More Than Muscle. Yeah, I'm shout like, out to them. I feel like, fuck, should I be getting a fucking fake tan, bro, or what? Should I be yeah, getting oiled dude. up? Should I be getting oiled up? Get up me in here? some, like, tasteful photos, like some, because they're, like, all about doing it fucking clean. 
Well, exactly. And you and I clean. We are clean. Except for the cortisone running through my knees. But yeah, no, I don't know if that's doping. Um, I'm hearing you, Tom. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I, just, I was just... I'm with you. I was feeling it yesterday and today, and I'm like, dude, my fucking... My tries are just ripping right now. Yeah. Steph was feeling... Steph was, me and Steph were laughing. She has the same thing. She was doing Pilates, and she was like... We were basically debating whether we put her into one of those female bodybuilding comps. Mm. I'll tell you what's funny as well about it is that when you work out, and this is my experience here, then you feel like a, you feel like a motherfucker, and you're like... Like, I've earned a rip and tear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once you rip and tear, then you go, why can't we fuck now? <laughs> it's a fucking horrible cycle. And it just plows you into fucking, And you, you know. think like, oh, yeah, cool, I did a bit of exercise. The ripping and the tearing completely just ruins everything that you've done. From a, like, calories in, calories out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I get that. But it's more about, you know, you feel like you've earned it. Yeah. Which I'm trying to think, because so, like, we've got a bit of a thing. We've got a bit of a do on this weekend. We do. We've got to do. We've got to do. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a lot of ripping and also a lot of tearing. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to imagine in my mind whether I can punch out five straight days of, of exercise. Well, tomorrow you won't be able to. It's a huge point, unless I do it in the evening. Yeah, but you probably, that's probably like you've been out since fucking 5.30. In the morning, so, yeah. yeah. So you're on the job here, bro. And then tonight you're not around. Got a cool guest coming up this week, Punish Dribbles. We won't announce it, but... We won't announce it. We're just going to drop it on you. Yeah. But you could argue, like, a one of the globe's big dicks. Well, he's... Pro uh, he's is he our first international guest? Yeah. Yes, I think so. He's a promoter. A sports promoter. Now, that all, again, assumes that everything goes to plan because it could also fall on its ass, but that's, you know, me well, hedging I certainly my hope bets. Not. I certainly hope certainly not. Certainly hope not. <laughs> if it does, you'll hear about that as well. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 no. It's too, it's too, it's too advanced. It's, well, I know, Eddie, but I'm just in a world where... I think we know, might have bought sale tickets as well. Yeah. From, yeah. You know, the ones that aren't flexy. Yeah. Well, we'll be, listen, we'll be flying regardless, even if it's just to go up, see the sights in Brisbane and come home. But that's where we're going tomorrow. Um, just for the day. Day trip. Just for day, day trip. Cool guest, cool guest. Um, anywho, I am feeling particularly jacked, specifically in my triceps. Have you heard of, so last night, Steffi and I were uh, settling in for a Sunday night in front of the idiot box. <laughs> and... I wanted to watch the Jeffrey Dahmer. I show. don't think that's appropriate for Sunday night. Well, yeah, but we weren't in some post bounced out fucking. No, nah, but even still, it's it's know. too etch. It is etch. She it's didn't want to watch it. So etch. Look, she didn't want to watch it. Like I did. We didn't watch it. But yeah. I would. I wanted to watch it. Yeah. It's scat, dude. But like, don't you reckon you want to? Don't you want to see that shit? Nah, fuck nah. Nah. Are you aware of what he did? Yeah. That's why I don't want to watch he's it. A, he, he, it's a lot from Jeffrey. Jeffrey's a fucking... He was like one of mankind's biggest days. Well, I think he was possibly... In the worst possible way. Yeah, not in a, he wasn't a big no, day rosé. No, no, he wasn't a big day rosé. Which proudly brought to you by. <laughs> Different. He was just a... He was a bad day. He was a bad... <laughs> he was an evil day. Yeah, he was an evil day. Um, but he got into his work, dude. What was his... 
body count? 17, I believe. 17's fucking heaps. So many. But it's also not the record. Mm-hmm. No, it wouldn't be the record. I don't know what the record is. Is it like a John Wayne Gacy? Uh, Obviously, that's up to like... The 50s. I think there's someone in like the 50s. Or there's like... Dude, I think there's like doctors. You know, well, like doctors and nurses who like just fucking kill people? Have you ever heard? Is there somewhere there's like... There was some chick in like the 1600s. Obviously, that's a bit of a Dior, I think. Some bitch back in the 80s. But um, who was like responsible for, they think, hundreds. According, according to Wikipedia, serial killers by number of victims, uh, a Colombian, I think he's Colombian, Louis Garavito had 193 proven victims with over 300 possible victims in the 90s. Was he a drug kingpinny sort of guy? Because to me, I don't see that, that as the same sort of thing. Killer. Well, serial no, killer wouldn't. He said child murderer, torturous. Okay, and, hectic, yeah. awful. Who else? Who, yeah. who is it? It's all like... There's another Colombian dude, Pedro Lopez, uh, Pakistani, also around 100. The Samuel Little is the like first Westerner on the list from the US with 60 confirmed, 93 possible. Um, I mean, it's a while until we get down to Ted Bundy is the first recognizable name who had 35, but over 100 possible victims. Ted was fucked up. Ted dude. was fucked up. And then up. John Wayne Gacy at 33. Okay. Okay, so we're far, we're a fair way away there in terms of the. Anyway, I didn't want, I wanted to watch that, but we couldn't. So I watched a documentary on Shania Twain. Bow, 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 now, now, down, down. Let's go, girls. Down. I I like Shania, dude. She was fucking humongous. I don't think she's she's the only female artist to go back to back to back diamond selling albums. Only artist ever. Not just female, only artist to ever do it. She did it three times, diamond three times in a row. She's the highest selling fucking individual female artist of all time, like 40 million for one of her albums. Like, Is she? I thought Rihanna was. Bro, Shania. She had a, she had a... Can you look that up? I was under the impression it was... It highest was, selling album of all time. I thought the highest selling artist all time. No, 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 album. So individual album yeah, is right. Shania. Okay. Fucking That's what's done me in because I'm 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 yes. putting Rihanna's uh, catalog of works. Shania, not the highest selling album. Well, that's album the come fucking over. Doco's a liar then. Um, but it's uh, it's tough. He how said they, female like, though. Yeah, she is high selling. Oh no, Whitney Houston's. Oh well, it's the Whitney Houston Bodyguard soundtrack, which isn't technically her album. No, but she's the main one. But apart from that, Shania Twain's highest selling female. Well, so it's Shania because the soundtrack's the fucking soundtrack. This is, but she did like, they were saying it was like one album she had, they were, there was like 16 songs, 12 of them released as singles. It was like, that never fucking happens. And they were all like chart toppers. But you just got, I was just like, she's kind of fallen off since, obviously. She had like one of the great run, runs all time. They got hit with Lyme's disease. And I was like, what the fuck? Lyme's disease, it's one of those things that's like a little too fucking regular for me. Like in, it seems like one of the, the scattest things of all time. Have you heard what of it? What is Lyme's disease? Like, like I've obviously, I've heard, obviously I've heard of it. I don't like know what it is. Like ticks give it to you. I don't hear about it much in terms of in Australia, but are you Yanks getting Lyme's disease all the time? And what is it? I don't know. A tick bites you and the tick's got Lyme disease. And then it's like, 
you can have fatigue for like, can you just get like yeah, fatigue so for like years? Like you don't chronic fatigue syndrome wigs me out. Yeah, in a big way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a bacteria illness caused by ticks. Uh, typical symptoms include fever, headache, uh, extreme fatigue, and a skin rash. But like, and how long it can last for? Like years sometimes. People can just have it forever, and then some people I think can just get it and it goes. Like, yeah, so, so I think she had hers for a minute and then it pissed off, but like her voice, it fucked her voice. So it says it can, it can be cured with a two to four week course of antibiotics, but patients can still have symptoms like pain and fatigue and difficulty thinking for more than six months after the treatment. Wow. So she lost her voice. Like her voice was not the same. Is she still singing? Yeah. It kind of got sad towards the end of the doco. There's no Lyme disease in Australia. Oh, it does. Sad in the sense of like she was fucking humongous and her songs were sick. What was the one? There was like the you the don't cross- impress me much. Well, there's you don't impress me. Man feels like a woman. Fucking like, but then there was the one that was like a crossover hit, which was like it was a love song ballad, and I hadn't heard it for ages or for a while, and I was like, that song is a banger. You're still the one. Still the one I don't do. The only one I don't Great song. Which she or she wrote all of her bangers with her husband, who who was like a music producer. Mutt Mutt Lang, and then Mutt fucking cheated on her with her best mate. So Mutt's a fuckwit. Mutt's a mutt. Mutt's a mutt. <laughs> mutt by name, mutt by nature. <laughs> mutt Lane? Yeah, that's mutt his Lane name. Mutt Lang, he was like a gun producer. Mutt. Mm. Got that dog in here. But he wrote that song about, she wrote the song about Mutt. Mutt then fucking gets all Mutt with her, which is sad. Yuck, Mutt. Yeah. Anyway, look, I am now, well, I like realize I love Shania Twain. But how old is Shania now? Oh, she'd be in her late 50s, I think. She is Ballin'. 57. There you go. But yeah. I think she's still writing songs at the moment. She's, no, she is. They're yeah, just she's not. written songs for like Post Malone and Lizzo. And yeah, Janelle but there's Manette. no... There's. I'll tell you what. There's no shame in having your house in years behind you. Fuck like, no. Absolutely El- not. Fucking Elton John went 40 years without a hit, basically. Well, he's actually had a number one, I think, every single decade. Has he really? So, yeah. But you, who, I can't name him. No, and look, his most recent one is uh, Cold Cold Heart with Dua Lipa. Which everyone knew. Well, it's also a, it's fucking got Rocketman lyrics in there. I know, it's, it's a mashup. Yeah, and I'm it's like, like Dua trading, Lipa is yeah. the biggest artist yeah, in the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're trading on a couple of things. Which though. is fine. It's a top 10 single in six consecutive decades. Not number one, but top 10 single. Okay, there you go. Also. Top 10. Still Not good. the same thing. Well, it's pretty fucking close. Come on. But... Shania, look, if she's writing songs for other people who are successful, fantastic. Like again, I'm a big Shania. Like, how many, how many, fucking, how many albums of the Rolling Stones released since the seventies? But when you think about just when you think about those sorts of bands, Beatles, Rolling Stones, fucking Michael Jackson, Elvis, none of them, none have had three consecutive diamond except our girl Shania has. That's it's impressive. And Very no one's talking about Shania enough, in my opinion. Oh, uh, people people talk about Shania. People talk about Shania, bound, 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 out and out and out, but not enough, in my esteemed opinion. You probably do. You're probably After right. seeing this doco, anyway, it's fresh in the mem. You're probably right. But she was so fucking 
Those, hot docu- in those the day. documentaries are very um, pro. The they're insightful. Mm. They're fun. Yes, they like are. Like the Lady Gaga one was good. The Haven't fucking J Lo one was good. I've seen it. J Lo one's good. J Lo's. You it. know what? Actually, I think I have seen the J Lo one. J Lo's a fucking. J Lo's a weapon. Yeah. But Shania Twain greats. in whatever the one is, that don't impress me mm. much. Where she's wearing like a leopard print. You're like, me and Steph were watching. We're like, holy shit, dude. Shania Twain was a fucking smoke show, respectfully. Course. Of course. Have a look at that video clip. You're like, oh, God damn, Shania Twain was beautiful. Shout out to Shania. Anyway, I watched that with my wife, so I'm allowed to say that because she was also saying it. It's play on. It's play on. It's 100% play on. You can acknowledge beauty in others. Yes, you can. And I hope you acknowledge beauty in yourself. I think that's important. Mm. That's what we are saying. Yeah. Love yourself. Before you can love someone else. Much like fitting your own mask if a plane is crashing. Before yeah. you someone <laughs> well, and yeah. the idea behind that is you're no use to anyone. If you're unconscious. Bang. Pit your mask then help others. So, I mean, if you don't find yourself I hot, saw something on the, on like there was an article, and again, I skimmed I skimmed this bitch, and I, when I hit her with the story, you go, oh, that, that deserved a good skimming. Yep. <laughs> In, like, at how... You know, it's shocking apparently at how poorly people fit masks. Like in the instances where the masks have come out, most people don't have them on right. How? It seems pretty straightforward. I know, you would think so. Over the head, pull the fucking string, mm. play on. People's- there is a reality as well, I think, punters and dribblers, aviation specialists. You're fucked if the plane goes down anyway, so... Not always. Of course not always. Like the guy that landed the plane on the river. Yeah, Sully. Sully. I know him. Yeah. We all know Sully. Yeah. But. Have you watched that movie? No, I haven't. No. But I remember the. It's a movie I've flicked past more than, more than many. I know the end. So. I know what happens. He fucking lands it. He did. It'd be better if they made the movie before he did it. And I don't know if that even at the start. And maybe. I think, I think it, that shit happens at the start. And then the movie's about how he was a pisshead. Oh, is that with Denzel? No. No, that's a Denzel movie. That's Flight. That's Flight. Flight. I've right. seen a bit of that. I haven't seen all of that, but I've seen a bit of that. I haven't seen any of that. No, I've seen a bit of that. I don't even know how I know that if I haven't seen any of that. You must have seen some of it. <laughs> you couldn't You couldn't be confusing, conflating your stories if you hadn't seen any of it. Because that's a movie that I flick past. Well, I think Sully also goes into the kind of court case investigation after where I think they tried to like blame it on pilot error or something, but then they try to like kind of drag his name through the media, but he was You could say they were trying to Sully Sully. (laughs) (laughs) Is that why it's called Sully? No, I think his name's like Sully Sullenberger. You know what I mean? I mean, they were trying to Sully Sully's name and that's not good enough. Well, fucking oath it's not. His real name is Chesley Burnett Sullenberger III, but they call him Sully. Oh, you know what? And I think Sully, much better. Well, I think that's why he gets called Sully, because your name's a fucking... It's a lot. It's a lot. I watched The Gentleman yesterday again. It's a great film. It's a great film. It holds up. It's a great film. And of course it holds up to only like two years old. I'm here to tell you it's a great film. Yeah, it's a good film. Charlie Hunnam? Yeah. Terrific. Yeah, he is. Apparently he sucks in Shantaram, which is a new one. He sucks. Yeah. Well, his accent sucks. He's, isn't Shantram an Australian bloke? 
Shantaram. Have you ever heard of that? I thought it was that big, thick Indian book. Yes, it is. But I think it was written by an Australian's, like it was about an Australian. That was my very limited understanding. I've never read, read it. it. I downloaded it on Audible the other day. Why? Because I want to listen to it. Because I've heard it's fucking awesome. Do you reckon you will? <laughs> Probably not. I have listened to one book on Audible and I'm trying to do more because it's basically on Audible. It's like a podcast, right? So it's li- easy. Yeah, right. Is it hard to concentrate? No harder than a podcast, but I have got two on the go that I haven't been able to get through. One that was in there already, and I was like, why the fuck do what I have the Nuremberg trials in there? <laughs> <laughs> that's odd. That's fucking, I was like, that's weird, which is all like the. Yeah, I know what the Nuremberg Well, I know, but some people who don't. I'm just, Hang on. Hold on. Nuremberg trials. Got someone at the door, punters and dribblers. The Nuremberg trials for the uninitiated was basically the trials for the high-ranking, I believe, political and military official, Nazi officials. That is correct to my knowledge. Um, I've, been, <laughs> I've been listening to it. It's a lot. Is it for me? Chuck it in. Can you feel like there's a hat in there? Yeah, I bought something the other day. Yeah, this is what this is. Check this out, punters, dribblers. This is dribbly. This is dribbly as fuck, but I bought it online. And I will shout out the guy. That's fucking... That's very dribbly. Is that going to fit you, bro? Uh, now, I am disappointed because it says on the tag extra large. That's not an extra large. There's no large. way that's an extra large at all. So I've been hoodwinked in that sense. That is not fitting you, bro. But maybe we just that's get a That's a crop framed. top. Yeah, it's a crop top. Maybe I'll just cut the sleeves off muscle singlet. Use it in the gym. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then he chucked this in for free. Now, the hat got completely fucking mashed in there, which is not ideal. Winfield Cup, 95. <laughs> Might put this on. i got to remember where the fucking... i got to find who he is so I can shout him out. He's from Byfield. He's got a fucking... He's got an IG page where they sell this sort of shit. And he was like, mate, I only fucking... He's like, I only do this, like, so that I can placate my missus when I go out and rip and tear on the weekends. And I'm like, I just use my, just use my bloody merch cash. Oh, is that how he does yeah. that? I was like, mate, i got to support someone like that. <laughs> you need to get it, um. Need to, it needs to get worn in. It, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's uh, working right now. No, it's not working. Oh, it's not too bad. But it's. It's not working yet. Trust me. Um, Let me quickly find his name So I can shout him out Holy shit What were we talking about though? Nuremberg Nuremberg trials Yeah, Shantaram He's not good in Shantaram I heard his accent sucks Well he's fucking good in the gentleman Jersey Lord Jersey Lord Also Jersey Fiend But it's Jersey underscore Lord Um, And they got heaps of cool shit on their Old like uh, Old merch and all that sort of stuff Check them out. Jersey underscore Lord on Instagram. Get this. Ships to New Zealand, UK, Australia. But that is not an extra large top. No, it's not. 
anyway. But I just thought I'd bring that up. Punters and dribblers probably just thought, I'd, you know, you know what? I'm going to fucking. Well, I was watching Shania. You were watching the gentleman. Yep. And Heartbreak High. Have you? I was. See, I was going to start watching that as well. A friend of the show, Will Hickey, worked on that. I will say this about Heartbreak High, punters and dribblers. And this isn't a fucking knock on Australian television, but my opinion of Australian television is that. And I'm talking, I'm talking like, you know, you're packed to the rafters and those sort of shows. Like, they have a real distinct Australian quality to them, yes. almost. Yeah. Heartbreak High does not fit that mold. Oh. It is done fabulously well. Really? Yeah. It's like when you're watching it, you're like, oh, this is like a global Netflix show, but it's in Australia. Interesting. Acting's fucking good across the board. And it's. The story, the, it's written well, the dialogue. Because, see, good. the original Heartbreak High, were you to go back and look at it, I think would probably hold many of the same pack to the raftery tropes. <laughs> you know the tropes I'm talking about. You know the tropes I'm talking about. It's um, it's very uh, 2022, but that's fine. Well, I get what you mean. You know what I mean? But it's not, there's not too much of that. There's not, there's not too much of that. But there's enough. There's enough of it, but it's, you know. Hey, it's fine. That's cool. I think it's great. I think it's well done. Interesting. Worth a watch. I would say worth a watch. Worth a watch. Yeah. Okay. There I'd watch go. it. There you go. There you go. I'm not. It's. I'm. It's. So it's. It's going alright. It's going okay. Mm. It's going okay. I tell you what's not going okay, and I hate to say it. I fucking hate to say it, but Lux Listing season three is fucking shit. I, so far. I watched the trailer for it, and I was like. Oh, this seems this seems like it's almost scripted. Well, it, it it is scripted. Like, of course, it's scripted. No, but like, but it's mm, no, but it almost like word for word. Yeah, now. that's I'm the like, problem. What's going on? That's the problem. You know, you're seeing bullshit, right? I get it, but like the whole Delta Goodrum storyline and Love Delta, her grand final performance, I've already spoken about. Yeah, Love Delta, Love Delta. But this well, whole she's like a, she's a treasure. A national treasure. Gavin and Simon, Gavin, obviously the real estate agent, Simon, the buyer's agent, way better job buyer's agent if you're asking me. They're competing. They're selling like $50 million houses and they're competing for a $10,000 bet to get Delta a rental so she can record an album. Spoiler alert, she decides not to rent any of them. And I'm like... Why the fuck have I been not invested in this Delta story for it just to be that she doesn't rent shit? <laughs> you know, like it was just, it's just unfortunately lost the, the, the like, they're, they're really working their dick off to fabricate these little moments. And then like there was a charity event. There's like nine people there. I'm like, just show me fucking balling houses. I don't think they should be deviating too far from what works. Selling houses. Balling houses. You don't need to go over the top with these weird little storylines no. that no one gives a fuck about. Let's get... Just to- just stick with stick with um, varying shots of people driving cars yes. in different suburbs every shot. Yeah, like, exactly. Like I'm completely in Mossman, incongruous. Now I'm in Bronte. Yeah. Now I'm in fucking, you know, I'm on New South Ed Road. Like, never in the same area. No, no, no. It's completely out of, you know, out of place. But I also want to see real filming, options. Keep filming shit in that fucking Laporte space around the corner from us that, like, basically houses half the show. Like, yeah. 
you know, keep doing that. Keep doing that dumb shit. Get get a bit of like you know adversarial sort of back and forth between the tiny guys. The slick boys haven't had nearly enough airtime. Are they? Are they cut them out? Like they just they just all sit around the desk with their hair slicked. That's all they do now. They sit in front of computers. Their hair slicked with an inch of their life, like slick, slick. Because in the first season, the Slick Boys got episodes. Slick Boys got way more episodes. Shout out to Kai, who put a mermaid in a pool for an ha- open house. One of the great, like, that shit. Let the Slick Boys be Slick Boys. Mm. Let them be slick. Let them be dumb. Let them be slick. You know what I mean? Let them be slick. Let them be slick, silly, and slick. Yep. Slick, silly, slick. Love it. Uh, look, you might have scared me off season three. There's the fucking truth of the matter. We, I watched, I think I watched two episodes and Steph and I were just like, brah, where are the slick boys? What's with this Delta shit? Slickness. I need slick boys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'll tell you what they did have though. Slick cells. Slick cells, dude. They had Gavin, who I don't think I can truly grasp how small he is. Like I've seen him in public before. But the way the camera works, like they don't have many things next to him as reference. Or there's always things in the background. Like if you had a fucking wheelie bin next to him, you would be able to, you'd be like, Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Like there'd be certain ways you'd be able to do it and they obviously do a good job of not doing it. He also makes fun of himself for that, which I think is good. But he, he's shirtless. He's, he, his challenge at this um, charity thing is to do an ice bath, which people do for exercise every day, so it's not the biggest challenge, but I get it, whatever, it's for charity. And he goes and gets changed, and he comes out in just his bodies and no shirt and does this flunt, this like gymnastics-y front flip routine on his way to the bath on the grass of wherever the fuck they're filming this thing. And it was just so weird to see, but I'm like, I wish I could have seen that with the full perspective of the size of the man in that space. What do you mean he did gymnastics? He just did a bunch of front flips towards the... He's so like he showing likes, off. So he's pretty good. I mean, look, I couldn't do front flips, but I don't... What I would, do you mean front flips? Onto your hands, yep. flip over onto your feet, and then onto your hands, and then flip oh, over onto not, your feet. Oh, that's not a front flip, then. It's not a front flip. Well, like I thought you meant he was just like flipping onto his fucking legs. I'm like, what the fuck? No, well, it's like a handstand front flip. Like you go onto your hands and then flip over onto your feet. You couldn't fucking do that. No, but it's not a front flip either. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I think it is. I think it's a, it's a handstand. Is it like a round off without rounding off? No, because a round off you... Yeah, without rounding off. I'm not rounding off. I could do a round off. Could you round off? I could fucking round off right now. I don't now. know if you could round off. I could round off right now. You reckon you could round off yeah, right I now? Yeah, could round off. <laughs> I don't think you could. So onto my hands, yeah. and then I would land facing back. But you got to, but you got to have, you got to be fully extended. Yeah. You can't be like fucking limped over. No, yeah, I reckon I could do it. Maybe I'll snap my arm. <laughs> anyway, he looked. It just looked. It looked amazing. Him just front flipping without the round off. Sands round off. But that's about the highlight of the show for me so far. Okay. So round off. Sands round off is where we've. That's the crescendo of the show. That tells me everything I need to know. Shout out to Delane Lewis, though, still our number one. Shout out to her. Still talks about Edward. Thomas. I'm not liking the look of the situation um, at Manly. Well, we spoke about it last Thursday, I yeah, think. Yeah, we did. And it I was sort like of like, I was, 
I'll be honest with you. The way I was speaking then, like, I still thought I was just addressing rumours that would go away. Yep. That's what I felt like I was doing. So, It now seems very fucking clear to me. Well, it is. This is basically the lay of the land as I understand it. And if, if I've got something wrong, you There's can probably some in. more shit out today, Dave. Just get your head around it if you can while we're talking here. Des will not be coaching at Manly in 2024. There's a very real chance he's not coaching 2023 as well. So that's, that's what we do know. Fact. No 2024. 2023 looking less and less likely. Like it's looking unlikely. Seabold, apparently they're vetting at the moment. God knows what that fucking means. Well, clearly they haven't been paying attention the last fucking... Laurie Daly? Yeah. Now, at, like... A, a consultant. A, advisor. A advisor. Advisor. Consultant. Like... I... No knock on Laurie, Seabold, any of them. Josh Hannay. But, like, I don't get who the fuck's making these decisions. As in, I know who's making them, but I don't get it. Like... It'd be, I assume, Tony Mestrov, new CEO, and Scott Penn, who, you know, him and Des apparently don't like each other. But, like, I, I'm prepared to, like, if we pick Seabold, I never thought I'd say this. You, well, you fucking don't have many options, right? You've got to give the man a chance. I just don't understand the thought process around fucking him being the option you look at. Oh, I think, like, what I was reading is that he's, he 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 impresses with his powerpoints. He's a powerpoint coach who who is in, who has impressed the pens. The pens hate Des, want him out because Des wouldn't let him into a room or something. They're probably again if the rumours of them chipping in as much money as they do are to be believed, they're probably looking for someone on the cheap. Seabold and also someone who's like can sh- will shut the fuck up and do what they're told. Seabold is in a position now after his catastrophic year at the Broncos where he took him to a spoon where he doesn't really get a fucking say in the matter. Like, here's your comeback chance, bruh. So you'll take nothing and you'll do as you're fucking told. The CEO has to say yes to everyone because he looks around and goes, hang on, we get a new CEO at this club every week. Mm. So I need to do what I'm fucking told yeah, as well. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, exactly. I can't tell the pens off. I'm just going to have to. I'm in here just to suck and fuck. And they're like, you know, come in with your bright, shiny PowerPoint. Explain to us what ran, went wrong at the Broncos. Yep. You know, he would have, he'd have a nice couple of slides on that. And off to the races we go. The other issue is, Tom, Seabold's agent, Isaac Moses. When Isaac Moses has a head coach at any club, you end up getting all these players there. Great. I don't know who the fuck he represents, but you can bet your bottom dollar that all those motherfuckers will be at Manly within the fucking year or two. Who does he represent? He'll be still just start shiffle, shuffling losers in there. No disrespect, but you know, potentially blokes, blokes that can't get a gig. I'll send them to Manly. Yeah, we'll pick them up. He's got Mitchell Moses, David Clemmer, Jesse Bromwich, Matt Lodge, Felice Kafusi. Now, others. I'll take a Matt Lodge. I'll take a Matt Lodge. I'll There's, also take a David Clemmer, but I'll, I'll take a Matt Lodge first. I'll take a Matt Lodge first. He's in better nick. I take Matt Lodge, but I take Clemmer. But Matt Lodge hasn't signed anywhere for next year. No. I'd take him at Lodge. I'm sure he'd want to say at the Roosters, but I'll take him at Lodge. I'd but take did Lodge. Matt Lodge leave the Broncos when he was under Seabold, or did he leave last year under Kevy? No, he left under Kev. Ooh, hang on. I'll Kevy's not because Kevy's been there for two years. I think he's left for. I'll take a Lodge. Bromwich is already at the Dolphins. Pretty the, sure he left fish. under Kevy. 
I just think at the moment, Eddie, I'm not happy about it. And I know a lot of Manly fans aren't happy about it. I just think we got to wait and see. This is a wait and see here. Because if Seabold's in, there's fuck all we can do about it. I'm not going to stop but going like, for the club. But, uh, and then I sit there and I just think to myself, and again, I'm going off what's written in the paper, punters and dribblers, so I'm, just, I'm referring to that. If what's in there is incorrect, then so be it. But the straw that broke the camel's back, as it were. Mm, the camel being Dez or the camel being Penn? Dez and Penn's relationship. Yes, okay. The camel the being... Camel. Yep. Is that he threw management out to fucking hung him out to dry in his press conference in relation to the pride jersey. Now, my answer to that would be, let's look at this logically. Was Des aware? He was aware late. Were players consulted? No. Was this a fucking was this virtue signaling bullshit? Yes. Was this a box tick by marketing? Yeah. As opposed to a genuine and very much something that, you know, is justifiable, it wasn't. It wasn't. Exactly. It was purely boxed in. We've been all over. We've been over this. It is what it is. And all he's saying is this is the situation that we were put in. He now, now wants to sue him. Yeah, because in part of the contract, part of to trigger a new contract for him, he had to finish top six. Yes. And we lost seven games after the Pride Round jersey thing. Yeah. Which was not of his making yes. or doing. Now, the fact that he gets up there and blames someone else or like alludes to it being management it's like but of course it was but it was management but it was and they didn't like that i'm like you didn't like that why didn't you come out cunts and blames what you were going to come out and blame des well but why didn't you come out and say anything exactly why didn't you come out and explain how the fucking thing happened like he's been completely fucked over that's the thing that annoys me is like if we if if our form but in was no bad way, but in no way was he blaming the owners he was blaming management but if 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 des's coaching had been bad I would be going, yeah, okay, maybe it's time to move on, right? The same as a player you love who's out of form, like not doing what they – it's like, okay, it's time to move on. Yep. But we were in the top four last year. Correct. Humming. Correct. We were on the fucking foreskin of the top eight this year. We, again, if we, we lose the last seven fucking games and we're only like two fucking three wins outside the top eight. Excuse me. When I get emotional, I get a bit burpy. He, he, he's not a bad coach. It's not the coach's fault here. It's the fucking management. And maybe some even exterior situation. With so how long has he been back for? Three years? I think so. Finals twice and then... Not this year. And then a scandal. A scandal riddled fucking season. The, the, you'd argue the biggest scandal the club's had in fucking 10 years. Also best player not playing. Yeah. So, you know, difficult. It doesn't seem to me, it does not seem to me that this has anything to do with coaching pedigree. Look at the players that Des has brought through in terms of developed. Ola Kawatu, now one of the best players in the game. Stubby Kula Kanakola coming up hard. Josh Schuster coming up hard. Fucking, I'm sure there's names I'm forgetting right now. I know there are, but I'm just forgetting them. But to, to imply that young talent hasn't been blooded, I'm like, who are we missing? Who hasn't been given a shot that's young? Because there's quite a few young players playing like what the ones you've just named. Foreign back to form. We've it now seems, fucked him off for shoot. It so, seems to, like to me, it seems to me like this has a lot to do with management and ownership, not vibing Dez. Dez not vibing them. That's what it is. Mm. It's got nothing to do with his coaching ability. No. It can't be. The, for, to replace Dez, a two-time premiership winner. Five-time grand finalist or whatever he Five-time grand finalist. 
a bloke who's done what he's done with a guy, Anthony Seabold, who had one good coaching year at the Rabbitohs on, a, on the back of a team that he inherited, went up to the Broncos and had one of the worst seasons in the history of the code, right? It's not. It's clearly not a coaching pedigree decision because that doesn't make any fucking sense. Exactly. Because Seabold, sorry, bro, no offense, you've done fucking nothing. That's a reality. Now I'm not. I'm not critiquing your assistant coach role or your ability to dissect visuals and footage on behalf of Eddie Jones. No, I'm not questioning. Or your that. ability to knock up a PowerPoint. None of that's in question. I'm talking about your first grade coaching pedigree. Dog shit. So. <laughs> With respect. With respect. I'm going off what I'm saying. Compared to Des as well. I'm going off what I'm saying. The, like, the time that you had it all your own way, you got the spoon. So, I'm just... I'm, I'm, that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah. Now... If you do sign on with Manly as the head coach, we will be very much prepared to start blaming Brisbane for all of your issues. <laughs> I can do that, but I need to be shown the way. Yeah, and at the moment, dude... Fuck me. He this, could is a, this seems like a sour grapes decision. That could cut off your nose to spite your face. I don't like Dez. I don't get on with Dez. Yeah, he's the best option for a coach, but I don't like him, so yeah. fuck it. Yeah, that's, that's how it feels to me. That's what it feels like. Now, again, Anthony may come down to Mel, uh, Manly and, and feel so at home on the peninsula, he, he fucking pulls a rabbit out of his ass and coaches us to greatness. That's possible, obviously. Yeah, and if he is... If he does... And at that point, I won't be eating my hat no. because all I'm saying... Because I've already premised that it's possible. And all I'm saying is, all I'm going off here is your two seasons as first grade head coach. Mm. That's what I'm going off. That's what we're... As in the things we have at our hands. <laughs> yes. The the records we have at our disposal. That's right. For both you and Desley. Yes. And Desley shits all over you. <laughs> and the, the fucking management. He shits on everyone. He does. Everyone. Yep. Now... And the players fucking love him. Oh, again, that's where that's where it gets difficult. The players love Dez, the fans, fans love Dez, Dez, but the owners don't. And I'm like, do you sometimes need to put the players and the fans first yeah, over I your would, own? Personal I'd say interests? that you should be doing that most of the time. If the players like him, and then, obviously but it then, depends but then, on form but then, as well, though, right? But then, like, too, like you know, when you imply that the relationship's unworkable, I'm like, I thought Scott Penn lived in New York. He's never there. So, like, how unworkable do you You're not running him into, into him in the hallway every day. You don't have to awkwardly come up with something to talk about every time you see him because you never see him. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Again, we're going off information that we have at our disposal, which may be limited. It may be wrong. It may be wrong. And that wouldn't shock anyone. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. But, dude, it's just a... But also, like... Let's write a book on how not to handle a coaching change. Manly, fucking. We've done it. We did to Trent. Paid out Trent like 15 years of a contract, I think, which was nice. And by 15, I think it was maybe just like another year. But we fucked, the, we fucked Tuvi. We fucked Trent. We fucked Des before both of them. And now we're fucking Des again and bringing in a coach who has had the worst season in Broncos history. One of the most publicly... Like one of the most public meltdowns as a coach in the game's history. <laughs> and he's our option. In, or Josh Hannay, greatest interim coach of all time. No disrespect to Josh. But like, what the fuck? He's an interim coach. He's an interim coach. Again, a guy who can fucking PowerPoint his way to an interim job. 
oh, we're going to pick one of these guys instead of Dez. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't. No one's... Exp- I'm more than happy to have my mind changed or to be convinced on anything, not married to my beliefs. But this is fucking stupid, it would seem. Yeah. And then... Yeah, it does. It seems it seems stupid. And then to sort of try and, you know, soften the blow by going, Laurie Daly, New South Wales great, is going to be a list advisor. I'm like, what What sort of fuck does that what mean? What does that even mean? What does that mean? Explain to me what that means. And what? is he being selected? A list advisor? But also, he's being selected like separate, let's assume it's Seabold. Ridiculous. Is he Seabold's choice for list advisor? Or are you going, oh, Seabold, we're signing you, but this is our checks and balances so that you don't fuck us as well? Like, or do you want to have a coach who's like in cahoots with his list manager? <laughs> a la Dez and I believe Crusher Cleal. Or is this, is this their way of keeping a certain player manager away from the situation? Well, because like they, they, the way that it was implied in the paper is that if the if a head coach that he represents gets becomes a head coach of a club, he pushes all of his fucking talent there, and so you lose. It's like it becomes more about like oh, just because I sign him, you'll sign him, mm. as opposed to like what's best for the club. Yeah, does that make sense? Yes, it does. Maybe that's why they're bringing him in as a list advisor. I don't know how much power he's got. Is this just some bloke you ring for a chin wag? Or does he have, like, final say on shit? Because well, then that's starting to feel more like a football manager. Like a... A Gussie Gould. Like a Gussie Gould, a bit, like a Benny Ike. Who's, Gus, who's, who's Daly managed by? Uh, I'll have a look. But Fox Sports is saying that Daly's role will consist of being focused on junior pathways and roster management. Um, and... It doesn't Which is seem basically like, the same thing. It doesn't seem like him and Seabold came as a package. I think Tony Mestrov was the one interested in Daly taking up the role. Um, he says the the whole football department needs an overhaul and this is where Laurie's name came up. Because I'm pretty sure they're looking to get rid of the fucking Fultons. But I thought... I think they want the Fultons out as well. The Fultons are the ones, though, that if you believe what you believe... That got all the boys like your other Kawatus and shit, like the the boys from the West in to rip and tear. I've heard that. But then the Fultons and Des are beefing. I don't know, dude. It's very, very frustrating to have a great club like ours just be marred. We always Always. Always just this dumb shit. Always. Always. How the fuck do you just you look at these other clubs and you look how nothing gets out and everything's handled professionally. Roosters, Storm, fucking whatever. Like, how the, how does, obviously our success still comes irrespective of the f- fucking fighting. But well, like, it has historically, yeah. Historically. But like, how do you just let this shit keep happening? I don't know. Um, Daily is managed by GS Sports Management, which is started by Steve Gillis and Clinton Shafosky. Shout out to Clinton Shafosky. Okay, so he's not, he's not a Moses. Yeah, he's not Moses. Client. Anyway, fuck it. We'll leave Manly there. There's not much else to be gained from that. It's just, it's depressing. It's off-season sadness I didn't need. You know what I mean? Season wasn't great. Off-season sadness. I don't need this shit. Manly fans do not need this shit after the year that was rolled out. You know what? This is where I'm like, 
this has taken me back to, I think it was 2014, potentially, where we were like home and hose for minor premiers, fell off, I think finished second, and then went loss, loss in the finals, and then everything fell over. I think we lost all our boys. Yeah. Don't and, need that. And then there were dark years. Do dark years, dude. Yeah, I don't need dark years, dude. We got the players to not have dark years, but I just need to, like, I, I can't deal with dark years. What I can smile at or laugh at is the Dragons end of season awards night <laughs> had three players show up to it. Yeah, three. Three. And Ben Hunt was one of them. Ben Hunt. Of all counts. Of Kill the Stream fame. Of Kill the Stream fame. And then two other guys. There were some who were overseas on holidays who would, like, plan trips, which I don't understand how that, like, the Dragons probably leaving their end-of-season awards not a bit late. I feel like all of them have been done by now. Listen, three out of the top 30 is not many to show up. No, it's not. But what I'm saying is that if you're the Dragons and you have... But if they're all overseas and whatever. No, but what I'm saying is if you're the Dragons of Dirty Merger fame, you your season finished like two months ago. So you could have had a fucking awards night. But... When did we go to ours? Five, six weeks ago? Yeah. Basically the weekend after we fucking were out. That's what I mean. The Monday after we were out. Exactly. I think they played, we played on the Friday, awards night on the Monday. Or do they just book it in being like, we're going to fucking book it in late because we're just a shit. We'll no, sit, dude. Sh- even the Rabbitohs fucking had it yeah. before Manly. That's true. That's a good point. So, like, they've saved it till now when the season's literally over and international sides are, like, you know, the World Cup's on. So, for the players overseas, I can get. But there were, like, there were players, there were players in Sydney who just didn't go. They were, like, just, nah, can't be fucked. Three. Three players turned up. So there was just empty tables everywhere. I guess so Ben Hunt was like, yeah, it was pretty disrespectful. He was like, there were players that were overseas. There's not much I can do about that. The Dragons basically left the end of season function until fucking the start of next season. But there, he know, but there, was, there were players in Sydney who just didn't show up. He's like, that's fucking disrespectful. Wow. And I'll have a word to him when I get back. Is that what he said? Yeah. Has to have a word. Three out of three. The top 30. That includes, like, fucking wives and girlfriends and shit. It's, so the whole joint would have been empty. Yeah. That, it's the most DMC thing I think I've ever heard. Yeah, it is. Comfortably. That's... You'd expect that from a DMC, but even then you're like, Jesus. Correct. Correct. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's dude. a lot. That's, That's a tough. lot. That's tough for the Dragons. That's tough for the Dragons. It's tough for you, Dragons. Like, yeah, we're having coaching dramas and stuff, but we always succeed. But it's like, you guys... You know, losing's in your DNA, and then when you don't even have your players show up. Yeah. I mean, fuck. It's tough. Dude, it's so tough. That's tough. That's really tough. To be a Dragons fan. To be a Dragons fan. Now, a little fucking dead shit over there, D or Dave. Um, Cam Munster re-signed with him, with the Storm. Yes. Yes. That's got to be nice. How's that feel, David? It took me by complete shock and surprise. I like I saw it and I was like, this can't be real. How is this happening? I had almost, in my mind, I had pretty much accepted the fact that he wasn't going to resign. He turned down 1.4 a year. Yeah. 
And he apparently didn't tell Wayne. Wayne got pissed off. Wayne goes, a man would fucking call. Yeah. Now, obviously, Wayne's hurting. Wayne's fucking hurting, Because the fish can't seem to get anyone. The f- Look, the fish are hurting. Wayne's hurting. The fish, the fish feel like they're on dry land, just flapping about. Flapping about. Can't, you know, can't get it right. They obviously took Wayne up at the Dolphins because they thought his panache... His gravitational pull. His gravitas, Mm. Tom, would be enough to get a couple of big dicks, a couple of big thicks over the line. Hasn't turned out that way, unfortunately. And when you're knocking back big Bicky, like 1.4 Bicky, then that's not a great sign. I'd be interested to see who Munster was fucking floated as their, like, coach. I wonder if it was Slater. To stay at the storm. Because obviously, because he's signing as of 2024 when Bellamy won't be there. Bro, they, Bellamy has been leaving for years. I'm not, I don't, I'm not believing Bellamy's going until he's literally gone. He's been, oh, is this his last contract? Oh, is this his last he contract? Basically, he said it the other day. He's like, yeah, last, the next season, my last year. He said that before. Right. And what I'm saying is, and I think we've spoken about it with uh, Kempi, is that part of it is that it sends other clubs, he's like, wishy-washy am I carrying on it's like it's almost like he always knows he's going to keep going but if he keeps it wishy-washy then all these other clubs start to scramble and be like oh we want you as head of coaching or you want to be a coach here and that like it sends like uh you know uh uncertainty through the other clubs whether that be the coaches or the players and it's like if you're a coach and it's like rumors are coming out the dragons are looking at you know and then hooks like wait what the fuck so I'm not going to believe that Craig's going anywhere until he actually goes. Well, but he, he signed on for another five years, but only I think he's committed to coach until the end of 2023. Yeah. But then it's like, will he go into a Gus Gould thing or will he just keep coaching? I think he'll keep coaching. And I know nothing. Yeah, right. But would, could you say this? Is this Munster re-signing the biggest? It's fucking huge. But is it the biggest in the Storm's history? Or yeah. the most important? Yeah. Well, yeah. If they lose him... Oh, Cam Smith, when he almost went to the Broncos, that re-signing was pretty big in the first How old time. was he, though, Cam, there? Like, this is Cam Munster prime. Nah, he was, that was, I think that was prime Smith. I thought it was older Smith. Nah, I don't think so. I think it was late career Smith. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it was late career. I don't know when, but, like, how, he also played till he was, like, 50, so, you know. But Munster, five more years, best player in the game... Basically makes him a one-club player. Well, it will probably unless he goes somewhere late. But, like... Mate, it's a fucking big coup. Pappenhausen re-signed. Hughes. Hughes re-signed. Grant re-signed. Munster re-signed. Yeah. That's pretty fucked. Very fucked. Shout out to our friend as well. I'm surprised. Personal friend, Brayton Arsenal. I'm surprised. I'm I'm surprised. I've got to be honest. I just thought that that big, big bicky... That big, thick Bicky mm. would be enough. Thicky Bicky. He's obviously getting like a million. Third you know, But like if you get a million at the Storm as opposed to 1.4. I don't know if they had that sort of money kicking about. Nine? He would have got nine something for sure. I mean, over five years, that's a lot of fucking money you're turning down. It's a couple of mil. Well, if he's turning down. If he's turning so he's down. he's getting five, nine. He gets one. Two and a half. He's turning yeah. down two and a half. Yeah. You'd want to be getting third parties out the ass, bro. The ass, because that's a lot of do re me. Mm. 
I think even though like we have signed all the spine back, the fact that we lost like Bromwich, well both Bromwiches and Kafusi, who are all pretty senior players, would have been on a fair bit. And it seems like, I mean, I was hoping we would sign some big forward to kind of fill that gap, but it seems like they're going to breed all the youngsters because we've re-signed guys like Alec McDonald and Trent Liero. So it seems like they're really just going to build the whole team around these four dudes who they're going to pay a shitload. Bringing in a Tarek. Yeah, Hopefully Tarek. someone like Tarek who's not going to change your future, but like... It's good to have an old head around. An old head, rep player. I just think Munster... Like just, you like a Tarek. Yeah. You like a Tarek for sure. Yeah, he'll be good. Munster just loves winning. And I think he's like, I'm going to be well, able to win it's, it, would, it would certainly seem that way. Mm. It would certainly seem that way. Poor old fish though. They couldn't get... They haven't been able to get anyone. They got the hammer. Mm. That's not what I mean. No, I know. Their jerseys look like shit. No, they the do. Way. They look like vanilla Cokes. Dude, but they also like... You'd code, if you looked at that and went, what's the name of this team? You'd call them the Kings. <laughs> yeah, the name says Kings across the front. Yeah, There's does. no dolphin on there. Well, there is. Yeah, but like, fuck. You'd be more likely like, oh, is that Dolphin Water Solutions? You know, what I mean? it could be some brand, like, or business. What's with the vanilla Coke color? I don't know. It's dog shit. Why would you not just have that fucking thing red? The, like, there's a there's been a couple of things with this side. Not calling them the Red Cliff Dolphins. Just weird. Just the Dolphins. The vanilla Coke strip, bizarre. Like, I don't know what's going on. Playing all your games at Suncorp. Like, not getting any fucking decent players? Well, that's not true. I, I, that, no, you know what I mean, though. No yeah, big dick. No You've got a dick. bunch of decent players. But like, you don't everyone, have the elite. A lot of people fucking say, are saying the same thing, though. They're like, a lot of people are making a big deal about this, and it's not that big of a deal. Like, in the fullness of time, like, once they once they get established, part of their junior pathways are fucking massive like they've got cream of the crop talent sure. at their disposal and they've got deep deep pockets so it'll happen eventually of course it'll happen eventually but don't you think that when you're hitting the ground running starting a new club you want a big dick when the storm did it they had lazarus they had kamali they had some big name players to wear a nick out i think mm-hmm. uh titans had preston campbell matt rogers mm-hmm. uh walk andrew uh not andrew walker fucking but chris one, chris walker uh, they had Luke Bailey, I think. Was it Phil Bailey? Luke Bailey? What was it? Bailey. Big front rower. I'm so hearing you. They've got them, though. Like, they do have them. Like, they've got good players. They've got good players. It's not that. It's just more that... I guess maybe it's just that their search for a big dick has been so public and they failed and so and massively. Yes, I, I'd agree with that. I would agree with that. I think it's the fact that they have been narbrad more times than I can count. Dude. More nah, more than like any club. Yeah, there's almost like a decade's worth of Nabras there in the last six months. You wonder what it is that's getting them Nabrad. Like, what is it that they're doing that is leading to just these na- absolutely gargantuan Nabras? Oh, I don't. I, look, the Munster one, clearly he he's put a great deal of importance on leaving behind a legacy that's just dripping in glory, right? Mm. So wins, I get that. Someone like a Ponga, you know, I'm like, that's that one's always that been one's, a bit that's weird pain, for me. That's more painful, right? That's a bit weird. If you're getting Nabrad for the Knights, it's like, who are, who are not good. Yeah. That was a weird one. That was a weird one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Because you go, well, we'll pay you fucking shitloads more as well, probably. 
Do they now look to like a Mitch Moses? They are. They're looking for Dilly, Dilly Bags and Mitch Moses. They, I sense. think they wanted a package deal with those. It makes guys. sense. I'd be going Dill Brown before. So would I. So would I. Sean O'Sullivan, Dill Brown, I like. I'd, I wouldn't be going Mitchie Moes. Mitchie Moes is not... But you I'm, take Mitchie Moes. You take Mitchie Moes, absolutely. But also, you know what? I'd like to see how Sean O'Sullivan goes. I didn't mind Sean when he filled in for uh, Nathan Cleary. Yep. Hope you all like that upward inflection I just gave then unintentionally. Yeah, I don't know why you did that. I didn't mean to. It just sort of happened. Um, you were sort of implying like you didn't know who the fucking Panther 7 was that he was replacing. Yeah, but I did. So that's why, you know. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, I don't... I'm just not a huge Mitchie Moe's guy from like a... And that's fine. And that's fine. And that's fine. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. But I like Dilly Brown and I'd take Dilly Bags if I was a... a look, I'd take Mitchell Moe's as well if I'm the Dolphins, but I'd be pay, taking Dill Brown first if I could. But they're both up for negotiation uh, yeah. after November. First November. November one. Yeah. So but I I mean I can see a couple more Nabras, to be honest. As if they're gonna separate. That's made a grand final. You never say never. Because Justin Bieber. Like, you know, there is still that little issue at Param- uh, Parramatta rather, where they're just like, Well, you know, we're not spending more than this. They made a grand final with that. They did, but I'm saying if you're dilly, if you're dilly bags, and you wanna, you want and, and you're getting cash. off at six, yeah, yeah, as opposed to like nine at the Dolphins or a million, you surely couldn't give him a million at the Dolphins, could you? If he rips at the World Cup, you could. If he fucking tears shit up, I don't think that you would say absolutely not. No, you they? couldn't say absolutely not, because you, especially, it's almost like with every Nabra that the Dolphins get, like they're wallet probably gets a little bit looser. You know what I mean? Like, the purse strings loosen where they're like, fuck Or do they at one name. point just go, fuck it. All the guys we've wanted aren't coming. So, and so that's it. Fuck them. We're, we're, we're not just going to go, we're not going to go Tigers on the situation and start paying a million bucks for fucking some bloke who plays reserve grade. Like When's Luttrell off contract? Because there was, remember there was that Luttrell Cody chat? There was. But I mean, Trell's, you've got Hammer now. Not that I'm saying you'd take Trell before Hammer, but like, I don't think Trell would leave. I'd be surprised if he left Redfern. Same, but for like $50 billion, he might. Potentially. They're saying that Wayne's lost his way, like his touch. The man with the Midas touch lost his touch. That's what they're saying. The cunt made a grand final a year ago. I don't think he's lost his touch. Maybe he has. Maybe he's, maybe he's the art of the wine and dine has waned. Maybe he's dropped the 69 and that's doing him in. He's put the tongue. Put the tongue away. Back in the sh- in the garage, as it were. Potentially, I, I can't speak for Wayne. Well, but that's not good. Enough. I'm looking at a bloke who's had a decade's worth of Nabras in six months, and I'm I'm looking for reasons why. Mm. And he's whining and he's dying, and he's 69 and mighty gone by the the wayside. A wayside, Thomas, which I don't like. No, that's, but I'm just I'm just so. trying to read between the literal lines here. Yeah, Wayne, not maybe he's not eating ass. He's I don't think he's eating bum, dude. Which is a, a, a staple of the Wyandine 69. Yeah. You Deal. clean that rim. Yeah, you got to. Well, look. It's not great for the fish. I'm still pro fish, though. I like the fish. I still like the fish. I hate their jerseys. I tell you what doesn't help. I hate whoever's making the decisions. I tell you what doesn't help them is that 
Kings, their sponsor, sounds like the name for a... That's what I'm saying. That's the problem. Yeah. So it needs to be like Kings hardware. You need to make it smaller. It just can't be that big and prominent. It's too big. It's humongous. It's too big. It's fucking huge. It's too big. And you're a new side that no one knows. So you need to have your fucking name. And their whole thing was like, we're just going to call it the Dolphins because it gives us more universality in terms what's of appeal. Their, what's their New South Wales cup strip? Is it that creamy vanilla cokey looking fucking setup or what? I think it's still the, the white think, and red. Yeah. White and reds are right in a certain way. Yes, but I mean, I'd also just go all red. Oh, they've got... Is that this season? Um, yeah, I think they're playing like a red with a white V in the Queensland Cup. Red with a white V. Yeah. And seemingly they wouldn't want to do that because it's St. George. Is that the understanding? That so. would make sense. Because that's St. George's reverse strip, really. Their inverted strip. Inverted strip. Anyway, food for thought. Isn't it? Cricket World Cup starts this Sunday. What's the first game? Is this the pre-tournament? No, it starts in earnest this weekend. In earnest? Yeah. We don't play until the Saturday, following Saturday. Saturday week, New Zealand. Which we are going to be doing a live stream for a with companion, KO. That's right. A companion, sorry. Yes. With KO. Correct. Um, which we're horny for. Horny. All cricket, cricket World Cup, live and ad free during play on KO. Correct. Every fucking game. Correct. It's just good stuff. It's good watching. It's good, honest watching. Um, so the first one, Sunday, Sri Lanka, Namibia. I assume Sri Lanka get it done. United Arab Emirates. The Emirates take on the Netherlands, Eddie. They do. Two powerhouses. West Indies v Scotland on the Monday. Zimbabwe and Ireland on the Monday. Love me Irish cricket. You love it? Do they have any sort of sport that's kind of like, you know, like Gaelic footy? Do they ever like play any like, we hit this ball with an old axe that we crafted at it. You know what I mean? Something weird like that. Something weird in Irish. Well, they play Gaelic. No, I know, but I'm saying Gaelic, but for cricket. Like with a bat or something. They've got hurling, which is like field hockey, lacrosse, I'm pretty sure. No, you, gotta, you, gotta, you need some hand-eye for that shit. You do need hand-eye. You do need hand-eye. Look, Australia's going back-to-back. Back. Know that. Yep. That's all you need to know, punters and dribblers. That's all you need to know. So go back up, Tom, uh, Tobler, to the so the the um, teams or the standings. Go to the standings. Standings. So Group A and Group B, just on the face of it, probably a bit weaker. And then Group One. No, group, no, no, because the. So hang on, talk me through. Okay. Yeah. So this is a bit of a pre-tournament, punters and dribblers. It it has started in earnest. We go up for a second. The first week of competition sees Group A and Group B into the work. Group A, Namibia, Netherlands, Sri Lanka, United Arab yeah, Emirates. Yeah, so it's the beaters. It's beaters trying the to prove themselves. The beaters trying to get out of Beaterville. Yes. No offence. No, but that's actually what's... I find that actually a little interesting. This pre-tournament is the beaters' opportunity. I'm surprised. I'm shocked Sri Lanka's in Beaterville. West Indies as well? West Indies, Sri Lanka. Well, you'd assume that those two... Who are the heavies that are, that are like, in the groups? So, Group 1, Afghanistan, Australia, England, New Zealand, yep. and then the winner of Group A and Group B. Yep. So, the four so four go through from Group A and Group B. So, I would assume... Dude, our pool's going to be pretty fucking hectic if, say, Sri Lanka and West Indies get in. 
Even though no, we just we'll probably cities. we'll probably have. Well, it's a winner and a runner up. Yeah. Is it go down? Yeah, Group A winner, Group B runner up. Oh uh, yeah, sweet. So we'll have like a, a Sri Lanka and a Ireland or Zimbabwe or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. We've got a pretty fucking state, like New Zealand and England. That's pretty hectic. But then you got Group Two, you got Bangladesh, India, Pakistan, South Africa, and then Group A runner up, Group B runner up. That's a pretty hectic. I mean, India, Pakistan, South Africa is pretty hackers as well. Correct. We take on New Zealand on next Saturday. First game for us. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. MCG. SCG. It's the SCG. SCG. We were told the MCG, Tom, but we didn't check. We didn't look into it. We just went on face value. I'm happy that it's at the SCG. I think the SCG deserves a fixture of this sort of magnitude, Tom. Yeah. I think that sounds right to me. Mm -hmm. I think it sounds accurate. I like that. So we are technically kicking off the the, turn, the tournament in earnest. Yes. Could you, Dave, while we're here, just go to the results of Australia v West Indies from Friday night? I think it was the next one. We yeah. obviously got the job done. What's sort of important to, uh, to remember, Tom, that when we're talking cricket? Well, we do it. On behalf of Gary. Yeah, I think I already said that. Did you? Yeah. All games. Live and Available live and free. I did. I'm but I mean, you. fuck, you can never say it too much. You can't say it more than You more. can't remind people enough. You can't say it less than once, but you can't say it too often. Now, we played them. Where's the Friday one there? That would be the seventh. Yep. And then what, we played them again? No, 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 no. no. We played England last night. Ninth. Ninth of October there. That was against England last night. We played England last night? Yep. And lost. Bruh. Sometimes I feel like I just I just miss too much in my line of work. I was too busy watching Shania Twain fucking get into her work. So we lost to England. Can we go to that? Scorecard. So we beat West Indies 2-0. Shock horror. Shockingly. Okay, David Warner, 73. Well, Fuck, he's looking good. Yeah, England batted first. Warner was strong in the chase. He was almost there at the end. I think got out with about two overs to go, but looked like he could have brought it home. Swamp Junior Junior with 36. Mitch Marsh. Baggy Green with one. Not good. Um, Finch down the order with 12, not good, but he'll still open, you would assume. Stoin, 35, valuable, off 15. Um, Is Smudge going to expect it to be in this side? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they rested a lot of the players. I think he got injured. Uh, Now, that could be wrong, but I think I saw that Smudge got injured, and I think I maybe just saw that off a tweet from Higgos of the great cricketer fame, so that could have been... Like, a, uh, he could have been sarcastic. You know, they're funny. So, I don't... Sometimes they're tweeting serious. Sometimes they're not. So, I don't know. Hard to know. It's hard to know sometimes. But I know Shad's they did rest cricketer. a lot of players um, for this so game. Like, our bowlers... Hold on. Can we have a look? Yep. Uh, C3, I received Shavinder's thigh. Uh, there I think that's was, an old story. It's That could be anything. Oh, for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's anything that... Smith yeah. forced out against England. Um, I don't think it's an injury, up. though. Go back up. Uh, continuing intrigue over the Orlando Hills still not in the... So there, see, just given the nod over him. Just given the nod? Wow. Continuing intrigue over the Orlando who is not in the Australia World Cup squad. Yeah. Still not. No. Who makes way for him? Like, I mean, what, you're leaving smudge out? I don't think you're leaving smudge out, dude. Scroll down. Maxwell was rested. 
So it's Pat Cummins, Mitchell Stark, Zampa Hazelwood. They're probably just resting. So the rest of the bowlers. resting. Oh, that's why we lost. That's why we lost. Mm. Go to their side. Let's see how stacked they were. Joss Butler, Alex Hayes, Ben Stokes. Yeah, okay, so this is like, without having total understanding of the English side, this looks like they're full strength. That looks full strength to me, Tom. I could be wrong. That looks absolutely full strength. And they only lost, only won by eight eight runs. They barely fucking beat us. Eight runs is fuck all. Absolutely fine. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. No, I'm not worried. Not worried at all. Not worried at all. Well, horny for that. Horny. Watch it on KO, bro. You watch it all on KO. Should we dribble? We will dribble. Before we do dribble, did you see Draymond Green flatten his fucking teammate? No. Dude, get the video of Draymond Green. Dude. Like he seems like, and I don't know this. This is from my observations. I'm obviously a huge Golden State fan. We all know that. He seems like a fuckhead. Is that? Is he an asshole? He seems like always very short with the media, and like to- he always seems like very snippy and like. Yeah, he seems snippy. He seems snippy. This video will he potentially. Is- it, this video has has only has done nothing to quell my belief that he's a bit he of a. He sounds like a asshole. bit of a. He sounds like a bit of a. Yeah. Bit of a fuck. Well, look what he did to his teammate. So, this down the bottom here, there's Green. There we go. Shout out to fucking TMZ. Shout out to the internet. It's lagging. They're talking shit to each other. This was at a, like, inter-team training. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. All right, coming over. Dude, knocked him on it, knocked him out. Wow. Gets in his face. Bang. Oh, drops him cold. Dude, it was a clean, it was a clean shot to the fucking jaw. Wow. Just drops him. Holy shit. Bang. Dude, that's like violent assault. Holy shit. That's outrageous. Yeah. I wonder how often, often this sort of shit goes down. Dude, that's what the things are coming out like. These things happen in training and, you know, you see a lot of the scuffles and stuff with like rugby league training and, and shit, but you're like, that was... But throwing? But also that was like, you've, he's come up, got in his face. Who knows what they were saying? But got right up in his grill. The guy's pushed him and then his guy's hands are down and he's just cold cocked him. Yeah. Yeah. Just jumped him. Element of surprise. Can you try and find his presser? Because he came out and spoke about it, Draymond, yeah, and like apologized and shit. But like, did he? But I'm like, as I as I look at my big day rosé and just marvel at the color and remember the taste, I just that has nothing to do with what I'm about to say. I just was. He just seems like a prick. How good's that color? It's good color. I was wrong. Does he apologize? That took place on Wednesday, and for that, um, you know, I have apologized to my team. Um, I have apologized to Jordan and, you know, um, I wanted to take that a step further, uh, you know, with, with the event yesterday, uh, with the video leaking, um, there's a, there is a, a, um, huge embarrassment that comes with that. Not, not only for myself as, as, as I was the one that committed the action, the embarrassment that comes for me. Uh, is what it is, and that's something that I have to deal with. But the embarrassment 
uh, that Jordan has to deal with and that this team has to deal with, that this organization has to deal with, but also uh, Jordan's family. You know, uh, his family saw that video. Um, his mother, his father saw that video. And quite frankly, if, if my mother saw that video, I know how my mother would feel. I know what her next react, I know what her reaction would be and I know what her next step would be. And so for that, I apologize to his mother and his father and you know, his family, his friends uh, that care for him uh, because that is, a, that is a, a sense of, or a level of embarrassment that they have to deal with too. Um, I apologize to this organization. You know, we, we, we just won a championship uh, in nine days, 10 days there will be a ring ceremony. My family will be here. His family will be here. I'm sure they'll Jack be here. Back. And quite frankly, that's an elephant in the room. That's something that, uh, you know, it, it's weird, you know? And on, on a night where it should be um, celebration and love, and it still will be, um, but there is like this, this, this dark cloud in the room and I caused that, you know? So I, I apologize to, to his family. Uh, and just what they've had to deal with over the course of the last 24 to 48 hours. And I will do what I have to do to make that right. It's all right, the apology. I don't hate it. Like, at some point, you know, emotions run hot. I didn't like that he was talking about it, though, like the way that his family going to be embarrassed by what he did. It's like, I don't know if embarrassment's the feeling they'd be feeling. They'd be fucking rogue. Fuming. Yeah. I wouldn't be embarrassed. I'd be like, that fucking piece of shit just cold cocked my son mm. or my brother or my dad. I'm not embarrassed by that. I'm fucking maybe a bit freaked out and scared that you knocked him fucking near dead. Mm. He's you know, a big boy too, Draymond. He's fucking huge, dude. Can you get Draymond's dimensions, please, Dave? Yeah. That'd be but it's interesting how he was kind of talking and referenced like the video itself a few times because... My brother, who's a Golden State local, was telling me that this fight got reported during the week, like at the start of the week, and then Golden State came out and said, oh, it's training, things get heated, it wasn't that bad, it's not a big deal. And then the video came out, and then they kind of went into the whole PR. Yeah, so they just were lying. To, well, I can understand a club lying about that shit as well. I'm like, we don't need this fucking bullshit. Like, 2.17 metres, so he's fucking enormous. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's feet? windspan. What's, oh. How tall is he? 1.98. That's He's not tall. that. It's tall. It's not that tall. That's tall. It's not that tall. It's pretty fucking tall. Not for a basketballer. That's like 6'4". Six, 6'4 four. Six, six, four and 104 six, kilos. Six, is 6'6 198 six, centimetres? 6'6 six. Six, six and 104 kilos. 6'6 six, six is big. 104 kilos isn't big. Bro, that's how much I weighed. Yeah, you're big. Yeah, but I wasn't <laughs> NBA 6'6 six, six big. I was a bit, ch I was chunky, yeah. but like. That's also, that could be complete that bullshit. That all seems wrong. It could be complete bullshit. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Yeah, look, he seems like well, a yeah, So there it's saying he's 6'7", and he's 201, so. 107 kilos. You know, that's from his dra draft express. That's probably from his draft days. So See, two, six, 201, 6'7". Can you just go, Dave, just Google, like, just what is... You reckon that's wrong? You reckon they've got that wrong? No, I'm saying six, seven in centimeters. Two hundred one. Okay. Rounding. Interesting. I think Rugby World Cup hero Sam Carter's two hundred centimeters. I'm like, he's right. fucking an enormous. Yeah, he is, but he's not. I don't see him as six, seven. Yeah, I do. 
No, I don't 100%. see him at six seven. Reach out, Carts. Two hundred and one. Fuck off, Carter. Are you that big? He's six seven, mate. He's not six seven. Maybe he is, dude. Yes, he is. He's fucking enormous. I think he's six. I'm, I think I'm not, That doesn't a, shock me. Dave, can you just check? And sorry, I'm just getting you working those little fingers off. I think Cart's got a double for Ulster in the old uh, whatever the Ireland Championship is. Who right? World Cup here it is. World Cup here, Sam Carter. I think he got a double for. So he's still he's still out there doing the damn yeah, thing. Dude, he's still doing the damn thing. Yeah, he did in a forty-seven seventeen victory over the Ospreys. Got the dub. Got that dub. And what? Still loving his, loving his, loving work? his time. I mean, I guess so. I guess so. Beats fucking playing Super Rugby. <laughs> when you're getting doubles against the fucking Ospreys. When you're getting dubs, you got to be happy. You got to be happy. Shout out to World Cup Hero. Shout out to World Cup Hero. And lastly, and we can't. I'm not even going to get the video up. I can't be fucked asking Dave to do it. But that college kid that we were looking at, the tall at, kid, that tall kid, seven foot four. Get like him up, I remember, get, like, him up, get him up. What's his name? I I'm, just Google like phenomenal college basketball prospect. Steph Curry's like he's a cheat code. Yeah, he's got, he's Dude, got, LeBron said like a similar thing. He handles like he's got like a he's got handles like a point guard, but he's seven foot four. And he's shooting. It looks so bizarre to see someone that tall shoot so fluidly. Most people that tall don't have control of their limbs. No. They're like, they're like they're like newborn horses. Yeah, they're correct. Correct. This guy's got phenomenal limb control. Incredible limb control. But when you see someone that tall like getting about, you're like, how are you how are you like how's your body holding together? Seven foot four. Is fucking huge, massive. That's bigger than Shaq. Shaq's seven foot. I saw the sh- seven I- foot four. Eighteen year old. Fuck the internet in this place. Yeah, I want him shooting. Fuck the dunking. Yeah, he- look at that. Yeah, it's nice. That kid's going to get paid. The, it's so weird seeing him shoot from from range because the way you see, like, the height of the ball, you're like, you don't yeah. see any ball get that high because the fuck is 7'4". Yeah, it's crazy. What's his name going up? French. French. Pause that video, Dave. It's still my head in. He's got an eight-foot wingspan. Eight foot. Victor Wembanyama. Once in a millennium, prodigy. Yeah. LeBron came out and said that, like, after he watched the video, he said, like, they see unicorns like that come through the college system all the time. But he said, this guy's an alien. He's not a unicorn. He's just, like, a freak of nature. So is this the next LeBron? The next heavy? Yeah, but, I mean, but even, even, like, being 7'4". No, but I mean more in terms of, like... Prodigiousness. Yes. I mean, probably. I'm not a huge ball guy, but I saw that. I saw that dude's video, and I was just like, "Whoa!" Yeah, fucking ridiculous. Born in the Paris suburb of La Chesnay in 2004. La Chesnay, huh. 20, 2004. Yeah. Whew. Wow. Yeah. That was right in the middle of like punked. His dad, Bam. Felix, was a long jumper, so he's from jumping stock. Oh, mate, that's good. A six-six jumping stock. And his mom, 6'3". Jesus, former basketball player and coach. Wow. Uh, Wingspan wingspan of eight eight foot foot. is fucking ridiculous. Imagine seeing that, like a person spread like that in front of you. What the fuck's going on here? 
It doesn't seem normal. Crazy. Anyway, let's do some dribbles. All right. Let's dribble. Brought to you by Big Dave Rosé. Tom, Eddie, Tobler, the other bloke, other dribblers. Just giving some thought to the great Ned Brockman of pounding pavements beyond the fucking core of the earth fame. Uh, when you boys ultimately and inevitably get him onto the potty, I'm assuming he will be inducted into uh, the great Baggy Green alumni, uh, which is obviously a very prestigious feat. Boys, just thinking of some of the names you've accumulated along the way, it's a growing list um, of some very powerful men. Where do you see the ceiling of the, the Baggy Green 11? Obviously, we've obviously got the luncheon uh, to go to at the end of the year. But beyond that, I mean, is it to become a fully recognised test-playing nation? Are we forming NRL clubs? Are we usurping the government? We'd just love to know your thoughts. Uh, anyway, United Nations never. Baggy Green 11 forever. Love you, boys. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. I think that the, one of the hallmarks of the club, though, is generally like don't want to have to have the imposition of competition hanging over our head. If we feel like getting around for a game here and there, take on an international side or, you know, a globetrotters of sorts, I think we're into that. But I don't want to have like week-to-week competition looming over our head. No, that's too stressful. I guess if you and I were maybe the uh, like the general managers of it, potentially. But again, I don't want a general manager team. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Unless that's outside as manly. I, uh, underst- I understand where he's coming from. So, I understand where he's Government, coming. potentially, like that level of, you know, uh, influence, sure. Working in the shadows, though. Absolutely. You shadows. know, I'd, I'd, I'd be looking to... Pulls in- of strings. I'd be looking to influence, you know, the highest levels of government in this nation. Mm. You know, whisper in dark corners. Yep. Um, yep. Like that. Yep. Real games of thrown shit, but yeah. getting shit done, mm. you know. But you're right. The uh, Ned's Ned's, you know, he's looking good. He's looking good. Is he going to finish this weekend? Um, he's got like 730 k's to go. If it, if it, it would be Sunday potentially. Potentially, we're going to be in a fucking yeah world of hurt. Look, I think it's unrealistic if it's Sunday. For us. Yeah. That's just, it is what well, it is. Well, we'll see. Eddie's Bucks this weekend, Punisher Rivers. Yeah. Just so you know, put it into context. Um, Ed Buckman. Ed Buckman. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a shot against Ned. I'm just being realistic. There's just a reality to this situation that if Ned's doing his... Look, I'll, be, I'll do my best to get down there. But there's going to be so many fucking people there, I hope. That'd be, it'll, be, it'll be sick. I will definitely make the effort for, for Ned if I'm not... You know, it it really depends on how how I'm how you feeling, where I'm at, yeah, body wise, mm. and where well, he's at. Where he's he might not finish on Sunday, he might finish on Monday. It'd be nice if he finished Monday for us, yeah, selfishly, selfishly. But like we could do the potty from down there, sit on a bench. How fucking easy would that be? It wouldn't be hard. Wouldn't be hard. But I think that. He's probably aiming for a Sunday, I would think. Yeah, I would think. I think he's aiming for a Sunday. He's going to get hundreds out, though, plus a bit more. He's my math. So you can't have any sub-hundo days. Well, he's got 730Ks and seven days to do it. So do the math. I, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hearing you. Which puts him at, like, I think missing the record by, like, four days or five days. Well, he already said himself. He's like, fuck the record. I'm just trying to get across the country running now. 
Well, the record's gone. Yes. But his spirit lives on. Oh, my God. The spirit's <laughs> still there. Anyway. On we go. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Tobler. How's it going, boys? It's the Ipswich Inbred here. Um, I've just been online like in the last week. I've been seeing these trees in Melbourne that smell like cum. Have you guys been seeing that? Just want to get your thoughts on that. Trees that smell like cum. And does that show that Melbourne are the wankers of Australia? Anyway, have a good one, boys. Couple of things. It's an interesting theory. I don't know what loads smell like no you don't do they have quite an odor to them yeah really correct like a gross one i mean i'm assuming they don't smell like roses but like they don't smell like roses buddy no they don't they smell gross though like does the smell of loads smell gross i'm assuming the smell of someone other than your own is not ideal it can't. it's not nearly it at the level of like shit or no, no 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 exactly it's not like, it's that. Not like that but it's like there is a distinct odor so but if I, there was if there was a load on the floor over there would you just? Would you be able to be like something smells like cum? Like if if I wanted to work, like you'd be able to eye test it, obviously. But like, That's let's say it was in a if box. If I saw cum, I'd see. I'd be like, well, that looks let's like. Let's say cum. let's say it was under a box, and all you could do, you couldn't see, but you could smell it. Like you could, you're allowed to whiff it. Let's say Tobler, when the fucking place is packed down here, is bl- blasting loads into the trees to try and get them to grow right. And it's right behind you, and you're like, something smells. Would you be able to go like you would with poo? Maybe someone's blown loads. Yeah, in. maybe. Yeah, there's a good chance. What's a hallmark of a load smell? Can you give us one, or is it like you need to know? Uh, I don't know if I can give you one. To be honest, it's quite unique. Mm. I would say, and I don't think, like, I feel like the smell itself isn't as bad as the fact that you know it's come. Like, the fact that you know what that smells like, you know that's what that is, makes yeah. it worse than probably what the actual... Like, if there was, like... I think diet, diet can affect taste. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. I've heard yeah. that you can get it tasting better than... Apparently pineapples. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard pineapples. I've heard pineapples. <laughs> I've heard pineapples. There's a part of me that feels like you've got to be very particular. Like, you've got to be... You've almost got to have particularly bad tasting come to go out of your way to... To improve it. Yeah, don't you reckon? Like, and how many how many loads are you giving to someone else to enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> that it's like, dude, you need to you need to sort your loads out. You'd almost you'd, but you gotta be eating a lot of pineapple. Pineapple That's, all the time. And I like there's nothing wrong. I like pineapple, don't get me wrong. I just mean like to actively go and try and improve the flavour of your loads. I think I th- means look, you have too many or you're giving too many away. I think Or like you they taste like shit or you're giving too many away. Well, I think it'd probably fall into the novelty basket. Yeah. As opposed to a considered decision, decision you know? And also, yeah, I guess you need to have a willing participant that either being a third party or yourself testing them. Is this having any Look, if effect? Look, you're, if, you're, if you're in the lab doing the hard yakka, sampling your own loads, that's a big day. That's no, a not a big day, Rosé, either. No. Different. But it's a lot. You probably could do the rosé after fucking sampling it. Well, that's the only thing to get you through it. Yeah. Correct. Um, I'm now lost. I think we move on. Okay. Well, actually, Was is there, there a, a tree? Yeah, so there are these trees which are apparently pretty common in Melbourne uh, called the Pyrus caloriana, which are basically also called the 
like ornamental pear trees. They're like white and flowery. And apparently the reason it smells like semen is because there's a strong ammonia smell and ammonia is also present in cum. And the trees emit that smell to try attract insects that pollinate it like a lot of plants do. Okay. Yeah, well, look, I'm not shocked that Victorians have trees that reek of calm. Neither am I. On we go. Fucking Victorians. BNC Dragon Stribbler here. Boys, how are we? BNC Dragon Stribbler here. Uh, of wasting days of time on my live dribble fame. Um, Driving in the wet currently, so got a bit. What the, oh my god, cunt cunt! All right, oh my god, I fucked it again. Um, anyway, on the dragons, dragons dribble from the Monday pod. Birds' bones don't fossilize because they have to be really light and they were made out of a different sort of bone material and they just disintegrated over like a short period of time. So that leads me to believe that dragons would have had the same bones and they would have had the same effect over time to the dragons. That's why we can't find any uh, fossils for them. And then why do so many countries fuck with them on their mascots and, like, Asians froth that shit? I don't get, like, bro, everything. I think about the pokies. You've got dragon link, fucking dragon this, dragon that. So, like, surely they've been about legit. Like, pretty cool, but I bet they breathe fire too. Anyway, boys, uh, they are fucking dragon hopefully 13 plus shout out Ben Hunt for coming back to the shittest pub all time later I surely bird fossils exist I don't get that bird fossils exist well I think the bones in their wings which are the really light bones that they used to fly probably don't but they've got to have some like actual bodily bones that are hard enough yeah but you still see fossils of like bird wings and shit don't you surely just so just type that in so it says birds have hollow, lightweight bones, ideal for flight, but poor for fossilization. The fragile bones break quickly after a bird dies, and they're preserved as fossils only under extraordinary circumstances. There so you go. yeah, right. So but but birds are commonplace, right? Birds, there's all variations, different types of birds. Yes, dragons not. Well, like you know, maybe there's different species of dragon. I don't know. I can't be sure. To mm. Mm. But maybe that's what that's where he's getting at. I think I looked into it the other day. Dragons. And evidence that they use, and this is all very tenuous and, you know, there's not much doing. Yeah. Like, you're not going to find archaeologists and shit getting behind this. The dragon movement. The dragon movement. But, you know, they point to the fact that different peoples that had no communication with each other both... Speak of the dragon. Speak of the dragon. Why wouldn't there be a fucking dragon? Like, is that that far-fetched? I don't think it's that far-fetched. Is it a flying reptile? No, that's not, it's not far-fetched. I think the size and the fire-breathing aspect is probably where it may fall away. Because some dragons are fucking huge. Well, in a Game of Thrones sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. correct. So, so no dragons are huge because it's just all fucking made up. But like, well, that, that's what I'm saying. It's all they're all made up. Maybe they didn't breathe fire. Up. Maybe they breathe some sort of acidy shit that burnt. And they're like, it breathes fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cool. Yep. I'm going along with that. Spit venom. Let's move on. Hey boys, it's uh, Plumbing Dribbler here. 
just wanted to say how proud I am of you, Thomasy. I would love to take you by my side and put hands in two pipes with you any day of the week. If you're looking for an apprenticeship, hit me up. Hey, it's good to know I'm starting to get recognised in the plumbing community. You know what I mean? It's good to have backup options. Yes. But just good to know you got support as well, right? And backup options. Well, I still got my high-vis and my, my fucking steel cap boots. You know that. Do you ever put them on? I don't. Well, I haven't. But I got them. Cool. Do you I never put them on for yard work? Not a lot of yard work going on at my place at the moment. Don't have much yard. You know? Yeah. But I got them. I'm surprised you didn't put them on to do the plumbing. Nah, I didn't, not an indoor job, mate. Didn't need them. Just bare feet and, you know, shorts that'll give. Yeah, but if you've got the boots on, it means it's business time. It does. Clobber. But, well, boots are part of work, clobber. Yeah, they are. Anyway, look, I didn't need them. Summer as well. I'm starting to, I'm starting to walk around barefoot. This is like where you start to get a bit more... I like to be barefoot in a, like a large portion of summer. I just like to get around barefoot from the beach. But like I just like it. Yeah. It's been cold, though. It's been cold. And yeah. also, there's like an element of... I'm not going to tell a fear, but it hasn't been warm last No, week. it hasn't been barefoot weather. No. But I was in bare feet yesterday walking around. Like, look what I'm wearing now. I was getting goosebumps, and I'm in a shirt. Mm. Yeah, you look cold. I'm cold now. What I'm saying is, though, when summer does roll around, you want to have your feet toughened. Mm. So this is the period for me now where I'm slowly toughening the the, the bottoms of my the soles of my feet. Yeah, I'm with you. I know how to, I know how it works. Do you know how it works? Yeah, well, I'm just saying I'm encouraging everyone out there to start getting a bit of barefoot, toughen them you. up, toughen them up, walking some hard rocks. Good stuff. Good stuff. You run out of puff there, buddy. Um. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> how many more we got, Dave? Three more. Beautiful. G'day lads, it's the Nuts and Bolts Dribbler here. Just paused the Thursday potty uh, listening to the garbage chat. And uh, most days of the week I do head to the rubbish tip. I see the guys down there that do the maintenance. And I can confirm that they do recycle all their garbage and they turn into like a recyclable a recyclable fuel. Uh also, you would not believe the amount of dildos that get thrown out. It is crazy. I've had one of them actually stick a suction cup dildo to the hood of my car. And it was big and pink and had like a little bit of a red tip to it. Um, but Sounds like yeah. it was infected. So, yeah, I don't know if that helps or not. But yeah, just so you know, a lot of dildos get thrown out. We had a mixture of people reach out about this. Some people saying, yeah, they absolutely recycle. And other people being like, Nah, they just dump it all and squish it. Some guy showed us a photo of a dead horse being dropped off and they just like pushed it underneath all the rubbish and piled it on, which was a fucking scat video to see. He, you got a video of that? Yeah, I showed you it when we were walking around. No, nah, I didn't see a horse video. Well, I told you about you it. You told me about it, but I didn't, I didn't know there was footage. Yeah, it was the dead horse in the back of the ute and he's like, we just pushed that under the garbage. That's a big day. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Big day, Rosa. Rosa. I look, I'm not surprised that different tips have different practices. That doesn't shock me one bit. No. Protocols. Protocols. The only point I of reference I had was that Dubbo tip used to stink like shit and now it doesn't. At all? Not according to mum. <laughs> 
Shout out to mum. Shout out to mum. Let's move on. Hey, boys. Musical dribbler here. Just currently 1am on a Friday night, a really Saturday morning, driving back from playing a gig down Central Coast, heading back home to Newey. Pull in to Swansea Mackers for a, a few cheeky nugs. And uh, the girl, friendly girl, she says, I'd be cheaper if I put in a Happy Meal for you. Oh, great, thank you. But I was going to be thinking, when the fuck's the last time I had a Happy Meal? Like, can't, I'm 27, so I'm doing the math. I'm thinking, comfortably 15, 16 years, have I cracked the 20 marks? Not sure. Uh, I'd like to hear thoughts. When's the last time you had a Happy Meal? Uh, I assume Daddy would have had a few, or at least distributed some. Anywho, uh... A happy meal would have been a while. Been a while. Would have been a long while. Is the happy meal just a small cheeseburger meal? Yeah. In a box with a toy? Yeah. Not a toy anymore. Or maybe yeah, no, no, this, they, they do do a toy. Yeah. Just can't promote the toys, I think, maybe. I don't That's know. what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think you turn your nose up at the happy meal. Like especially if, if this if this fine young lady is just trying to give you a discount, like I think you just what you do is if you're a smart operator is you empty that packet of chips and you put them in the happy meal and then you pound into your score. As you just tip them into the box, tip them into the burger, into the burger. Um, Macca's also I think last month or start of this month released an adult happy meal in America. What's in it? Um, it is... And do you get a toy? I bet it's like a thing of Xanax. <laughs> um, shit, it did say here before. It's like a Big Mac or a 10-piece McNugget meal with fries and a drink and a collectible toy. If you're getting an adult Happy Meal for the collectible toy, like you shouldn't be allowed to vote. Depends what the toy is. No, 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 no. You shouldn't be <laughs> No, no, Depends no. on the toy. No, no, no. I don't care if it's one of those real like limited edition cups that they give away that are like, well, yeah, it's not even glass. No, you can't vote. That's a great way to test. So, did you get that? Can't vote. Jarchi get that. Yeah. Should he be able to vote? <laughs> I, lo- I love him, but should he? No. Look at that thing. Right. So, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, you don't... 20 bucks seems pretty steep. Yeah, but they're adding extra shit. Look at it. What are they adding? You get a toy, that's it. They're not adding anything. They're not adding anything. Yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. 20 bucks is outrageous. Well, it is, but if you pay it... Australians desperately want it here. No, we don't. Unless Mac is a thing of... So go down, go down. You get a Big Mac, a large drink, and a chips. 10 chicken nuggets as well. Or 10 chicken nuggets for 20 bucks. That's one of the great rip-offs all time. That is one of the great rip-offs all time. And you get a weird four-eyed Grimace doll. Wow, that's cool. Or a four-eyed hamburger. Got the new adult Happy Meal from McDonald's! Exclamation mark. Whiz robe. Wow, whiz robe sounds like someone. Adult Happy Meals? K, I'm happy now. Dude, this- I reckon that'd sell. I reckon that'd sell. Yeah, of time. course they would, because there's a fucking... There's a lot of... there's a toy. Well, there's a lot of freaks out there, though, who like this shit. They're all blue ticks, though. They all look like they've been paid to do it. Maybe. Anyway, fuck that. Unless... Smackers want to sponsor the podcast. Oh yeah, well, I'll buy one if you Dude, if you want to sponsor the podcast, that's one of the great fucking it's one of the great meal deals all time. Correct. I'll collect those toys. 
Oh, fuck yeah. So I'm sponsored. Fuck that. Play that. All right, last one. Hey, boys. First time, long time. It's the Block Nose Dribbler. Off to the back of the Marathon Men series, I've come with a hot take. I think Tom is more athletic than men. Eddie is more of a fucking daddy long legs, or bark no bite, where Tom is a bit of a huntsman. Airy, but he can also get the job done. <laughs> anyway, yeah. day two dribbler out, around the back. I'd say that's a pretty fair assumption. Said a bit negative. Um, but um, but like insightful. Don't know. Insightful. Just seemed a bit negative. Well, for no reason. Well, though. I don't know if it's negative. Just sort of, I guess, an observation from an insightful young man, um, who just has got a lot of insights. An insightful guy, a lot of insights. I will say this. Insights aside, episode four, the season finale, not season, the grand finale of. Which yeah, it's, it's certainly not a season. It's not a season. It's never <laughs> happened again. Marathon man, Tuesday evening tomorrow. Evening. Evening. Final episode. It all wraps up. It all comes to a head. Masterpiece. What happens? That's what they're calling it. What happens? Obviously, there was a big cliffhanger last week. No one knows what happens. No one knows how this thing ends, but it's a masterpiece. Apparently. Yeah, you'll have to tune in to see how it how it ends. Yeah. Feedback's been good, and by feedback, I mean it's been popular. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't be finishing this thing off with gusto. Well, it's a four part series. Yeah, it is final episode of the series. This is where you're seeing race footage. You're seeing, you know, pre race. How we prepared for the fucking biggest race of our lives. A what marathon. we did, yeah, yeah. In the week leading up to it, just to you thought just finishing was heroic. You should see what we put ourselves through in the week leading up. There's no way we should have finished. It was decadent. To say the least. It was decadent. Um, but I think that's us. Okay. Thank you very much, Punish Dribblers. Um, cheerio. Cheerio. We've got... Big Day Rosé, 6 p.m. Big Day Rosé, 6 p.m. Thursday. We've got About Even. We've got a big interview, All Talk SEN on... That'll be out Thursday. And Eddie's Bucks this weekend. So we'll be fucking struggling Monday. Pray for me. Bye-bye. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>